Jesus Man. Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine yeah. on it. In 4G Radio, episode 610 for July 13th, 2020. On the show this week, we have Anthony, yeah. myself, and John will be joining us momentarily. For all of you out there who are mad that some people aren't on the show, yell at those people. Yeah. Because I bother them every Saturday and Sunday morning and say, hey, get on the show. And they give me excuses like, I have to work, I I have places I need to go, you know, my leg fell off. That's not really long. You know what? It should be. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's the only excuse I'd take. If your leg fell off? Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like if you're literally falling apart, there's bigger issues at hand. I mean, you could have leprosy. I don't know. I would say that's a bigger concern than being on the show. I don't like, know. How did you how did you catch leprosy? You know? Uh, is that can you catch that? I don't know anything about it. Can you actually catch uh, it? Yeah, yeah, leprosy you catch. And I I'm actually pretty sure you can catch it from armadillos. Oh, that sounds right. I'm just making sure it's not something else. Um I thought it was like a hereditary yep. disease. No, leprosy, you can catch it from armadillos. Um, yeah, as I say, it's uh, chlamydia that um, the uh, koalas have. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I, I need to stay away from funky animals. Yeah. That's the moral of that story. Fuck. Anyway, um, video games. I played a lot of them this week, but I will... Uh, I'll let you jump in first, at least yeah. before John hops in. So, so last Sunday after um, the show, I was uh, cutting an onion with a device called a mandolin, and those just are built to cut thumbs. And guess what? I cut my thumb. So I've had stitches in my thumb all week, so it's kind of put me out of commission to play everything um, that I have to play. You gotta fight through the pain. Um, it, yeah. It's actually more of the discomfort um, because the thumb doesn't really hurt, but the and I did a little bit at first. But the um, it's it's actually the stitches themselves push into the thumb, and it's a very uncomfortable feeling. Um, plus, we've had a heat wave here, and that just everything's coming together. Of I don't really want to do anything, oh, yeah. and then I can't. <laughs> so. Um, but I did play some stuff, uh, and I'll, I guess I'll start with the kind of the newest 
one. Um, I played that Devolver Land Expo. Oh yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch that show yesterday afternoon. I was That's uh... forty minutes for six games. I... Yeah, what was it? Carrion, Serious Sam. I, I heard Phil uh, Spencer introduced Carrion. Yes, well, so Carrion is coming to Xbox, Switch, and PC. No PS4. And Game Pass, too, so... Um, and, like, yeah, it was kind of weird how you, if you looked at game, like, they'd be like, this game is coming to this console, and I'd be like, okay, that's a little odd. Like, I'm surprised Carrion's not coming to PlayStation <laughs> when everything else kind of is... But it's like also Christ funny that everything else is not coming to Xbox. Xbox, right. That's the reason why it was a little odd. So um, I did watch most of that conference video thing. I, it's, I really love the first two. And since then, it's been a little bit more than I really care to watch. I, I mean... The woman that plays Nina, the actress, she's still amazing. Um, and the end of this, the end of this conference is, is, is one of the best moments of hers, um, where she's giving this impassioned speech. But I won't spoil it. It's just something that you should watch. Um, but it's just it's kind of lost the, the feeling because like they did such a good job of m- mocking all the press conferences. And now it's just what's how see how weird we can be, but uh, yeah, I got the feeling from the last one, and I was just kind of like, eh, yeah, I this one, edgy and whatever. This, yeah, this one, this one's even more of that. Um, I'm kind of glad I missed it. Then, it, like the games I'm interested in, like Serious Sam, it's only on Stadia at first and PC, and that sucks. Yeah, so um, I ha- I so I'll talk about Devolver Land. Um, so I didn't watch the conference at first. I just knew Devolver Land Expo was a downloadable game advertisement thing on Steam. So I'm like, you know what? I'll play through it and uh, get all. It's these- free, right? Or yeah, is it- it's free. It's okay. Free. I thought, that's what I thought. Free yeah. advertisement. So the idea is that it's this sort of stealth first-person shooter game where you are sneaking into a convention to look at all the stuff. <laughs> Um, it is and you your gun is a t-shirt cannon (laughs) and when you shoot it at the mannequins it does put a t-shirt on them if they don't have a t-shirt on already but you can there's these little guard bot sentry things that are floating around you shoot them and it disables them temporarily Um, and then there's some collectibles that are for games that aren't released or aren't announced yet and one of them was a teacup one of them was a bag and the other was a book and I don't know what games they're related to yet, because again, there's no uh, definite answer. But you have to collect four of each, and then it changes a little thing, and you get an achievement every time you do one of those. I collect all four of those. But the main thing is to walk around the convention and do some minor sort of puzzle solving. But the idea is that you go and you watch trailers. And, okay. Um, Weird West was a standout, for sure. Because I am so confused by all the weird Western games lately. Yeah, like I don't know what inspired them, but like this is clearly something that's been in the works for a while. I, I don't want to shit on other the other game, like the one with um, Ron Perlman there. 
Yeah, there's West of Dead. West of Dead. There's Hard West. Hard West is older. But it just came out on consoles, though. Okay, well, Hard West, though, is is a couple years old. Um, Then we got Desperados that came out. Yeah, Desperados. I don't know what... I'm assuming it's all related to the fact that uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 was big. (laughs) Yes, man. Right? Like, I, I, I have to assume that that's what inspired it. Like, oh, wow, this is... This is big. So I, um, let me see. So yeah, that we, uh, weird West is a open world, immersive sim shooters game. So you can play it like a stealth game. You can play it where you don't get into combat. You can play it like a twin stick shooter. Almost. It's an RPG. It's it's really fascinating, and I'm curious to see see what comes of it. Um, it's kind of got that classic Grand Theft Auto vibe. Uh, just give me see date added. Sorry, I'm just looking at uh, what I added last so on my Steam wish list. So, um, you I watched a trailer for that. Uh, Fall Guys is still cute, but not my type of thing. It's it's what I wished uh, Nippon Marathon was from the looks of it. Oh, um, yeah, that game. They give you an achievement. That at one point, we with the t-shirt cannon, you go into a room to watch the trailer, and there's a bunch of Fall Guys just kind of wandering around, and you get an achievement for knocking all of them over with the t-shirt cannon. Um, what else was there? Olia? Olija? It, it's a... It's like a, I don't want to say a Metroidvania because I don't know if it operates like that, but it's a sort of open world platformer that's based around combat. You have a spear that you can throw and then warp to the spear, but you also have swords and you're going around these islands and breaking a curse. It was really fascinating. I actually played the demo of that after because it was available on Steam. And I have to say, like, it's reminiscent of, like, another world or out of this world um, or flashback in the sort of the way it feels. But then once the combat, once you start trying, like, actually doing combat moves, it flows really well. Like, it's the the way that everything's animated. It's kind of got that rotoscoped look, but I don't know if it is or not. I would. I'm excited for that game. I, I think that's a really interesting title. Um, what else was there? They they had the Serious Sam stuff. Um, it looks yeah. good. It looks good. It looks uh, really good, but it's only... Yeah, it looks like it's also very resource-intensive. Like, holy shit, watching that trailer, it was like, oh yeah, my, my PC is not going to be able to run this. <laughs> yeah, but the Switch will. Ugh. Uh, 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 the look of the Switch version would be so bad. Um, I heard CrossCode had frame rate problems on the Switch. Yep. <laughs> oh, um, what else did they show? Uh, sorry, I'm I'm doing this for Shadow now. Warrior. Shadow no, Warrior. I'll talk about Shadow Warrior in a second. Um, oh guys, uh, they had. 
they had this they had this game that had zero interest in that looks like a beat 'em up and it's like i think three players um it wasn't for me that was in there um cuz shadow warriors the last uh, exhibit you go through um best fall guys yeah, so the Shadow Warrior is the last one you go through, and uh, they're actually the team that made this demo. This this whole thing was made by them. Apparently, they're the ones that are in the credits uh, for making this this first person shooter thing. Um, and goddamn, that trailer looks good. And I saw people commenting on it like, "Oh, they took they took cues from um, Doom Eternal." With the air dashing, and I'm like, mm, clearly you didn't play sh- the new Shadow Warrior games because those were that was in there. Um, in fact, this game looks to be taking more from the glory kills are there, but that's I mean that was in Duke Nukem, uh, as people pointed out. But like, it looks to be taking cues from uh, Titanfall. Like, goddamn, the new Shadow Warrior looks good. Uh, I said I wasn't going to watch a trailer for it, but they made you in this to get the achievement, so I did. Uh, was it the uh, teaser trailer where the, no, the money? Oh, so it was the gameplay one because the original teaser trailer was was hilarious with the bunny getting. Yeah, this is not so much funny, but you get to see him use this grappling hook for multiple things, and there's this one part that reminded me of Bulletstorm. With the crazy kill that he pulled, you like the person playing pulls off. And I, I was wonder like, what kind of game shit. this is because the first because Shadow Warrior was a straight linear yeah. level yeah. base, and then the, the second, second one, one was loot open, randomly generated thing. levels kind of thing. Well, what the level wasn't randomly generated, but the loot was. So... I thought the le- uh, no, 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 the levels when you went back into them were were tossed up. Are you? I, I, yeah, because if you go back into the level, it it uh, it randomizes it. I I almost guarantee uh, you. I yeah. Re- yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. I'm wrong. Because that game, that's why I fell off that game. Because it's, like, yeah, like the level like the design loot. wasn't personable. You know, it wasn't like. I didn't yeah. like the loot. Honestly, like I was like, I this doesn't feel as good as having a gun that you've designed that works really well. Like, yeah. Kind of the reason why Borderlands doesn't have the same appeal anymore because they just kept doing it where it's like you, you start, you start making it like clearly there's one good gun. I want that gun. I can't have that gun because I have to go through a bunch of crap to get that gun. Cause you've, you've made a bunch of trash instead of having, although shadow warrior wasn't as bad, but it's like, you know, um, when you give a bunch of randomized crap, um, a lot of it is just that crap. So like you, you rarely luck out with the randomized gun. But um, the other, it, it was funny because like the first two games, I like them, but I have problems with both of them. The second one, I uh, the problems are the randomized levels and the loot. The first game, my problem was your when you upgraded, like you had to do fucking Shoryuken moves to do. Ugh. The powers, and I hated I, that. I knew that. Well, I'm pretty sure on the PS4, it's you do it with the touchpad or some shit like that. I know on Xbox, like to heal yourself, you had to tap left, uh, left, and then hold the left trigger, and it was yep. just like, uh, 
I ended up selling my copy on Xbox One. I had a physical copy. Um, I sold it though once I got um, the PS4 version of two on disc, which came with the PS4 version of one on disc. So, but um, yeah, so that's the last booth you go through. Then you grab a pa- then you grab a Power Glove 2.0 because of course you do. Sure. And you, uh, it's all it's basically the gravity gun from Half Life. And you nice. fight, you fight this gigantic robot thing, which isn't a spoiler because they show it in the trailer. And you you destroy him, and then you leave the convention. Um, it was it was interesting. Um, there was a part that I saw in like a video of a disc room um, booth. I never ran into it. There was no achievement attached. There was no achievement for shooting all the dummies to put shirts on them either, mind you. Um, which disappointed me, but, um, but yeah, like, so I said, I don't know why I downloaded a demo for disc room, but I did because I've had zero interest with disc room. Cause they've been kind of pushing that really hard on their social media. Um, and, and on steam, like, uh, wishlist disc room. And I'm like, ah, you know, I don't really, so I tried Disc Room and uh, really glad I did because holy shit, that's a f- fun, stupid game. It's the whole idea is you, it gives you these certain goals that you have to meet and you start kind of going through this map and it's like in this room to go through the door to the north, survive 10 seconds. Okay. okay. Um, and they just keep shooting out discs and like, the idea is that once you hit 10 seconds, you can just die because you can move on. But it's important to note that some doors are open from like, oh, you have survived this many seconds in total. Uh, or you've died by this many types of different saw blades, which all act differently. Um, and it's really compelling. Like, I thought it was going to be kind of stupid and it is but in like a good way like they kind of aren't taking themselves seriously because your character dies to exit every room but like trying to meet some of the uh the scores in this demo was like oh i don't know how i'm gonna do that like one of them you have to complete in zero seconds or less i don't know if that's just to lock you out in the demo but I'm wondering, like, there's there's different power-ups. Like, you get a dash power-up that allows you to dash through a saw blade without dying. But then there's the slowdown ability, too, which slows down time uh, around you. Like, it's super fascinating, and I was like, okay, I'm definitely interested in this game now. A game that I did love in theory and then tried um, was the Carrion. Um, I don't even know how to pronounce that properly. Carrion? Um, is that how you pronounce it? You're talking about the reverse horror game, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it I... should be Carrion, I believe. Okay. Which is um, funny, because there was an old survival horror game on the PS1 era that was called Carrier. Remember that game? Just ask me if I remember the PS1 game. No. no oh, idea. sorry. Oh, um, it came out, came out for the Dreamcast as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, Carrier. No, it a, yeah, it was just Dreamcast. Oh, okay. I, I just remember it during that era. I, I couldn't remember, remember what it was on. 
Damn, then they canceled the sequel. Interesting. I will look into that later. Well, um, it's probably because the Dreamcast died before the sequel was done. <laughs> no, it was for the PS2. Oh, God, PS2. yeah. I also remember that uh, extermination on the PS2. Um, yeah, I don't know if I like Carrion. Um, I'll try it. It's on Game the, Pass. The graphics are really good. The graphics are really good. The concept's neat. Um, the way the creature moves is uncomfortable. And I don't mean in how it plays. Watching it move is pretty gross. Um, and, and that's a good thing. Because, I mean... And it's clearly a Metroidvania of some sort. I'm not sure how much, but I was... I hit, like, a save room where you, like, sort of, like, implant yourself into a wall. My issue comes from the fact that... Uh, it's clearly a stealth game to some extent, but it also asks you to be aggressive. Um, but eating the humans is such a pain in the ass to, because so when you eat somebody, you grow in size, but you also heal. And I don't know if eating both halves of the, like when you eat a person, it usually bites them in half and eats like one side, but you have to, and this maybe is a controller issue. Um, you have to kind of push the right analog stick to extend yourself, extend an arm out. Then you have to hit a trigger, but then you have to drag it back to where the mouth in the center of this thing is. And it's it doesn't feel that doesn't feel fun. Like it, it was a pain in the ass to do. And I get it, like they're you're trying to simulate being a tentacle beast thing. Um sure. but I kind of wish I could just run over them too to do the same thing. Because if the mouth is in the center and I'm I'm literally moving on top of them, I don't know why I can't do that. Um, it, 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 that was my biggest issue because like, I don't mind that I'm getting shot at easily. Like that's me having to play smarter. I, I just hated the fact that like killing, killing a human, I had to, if I wanted to eat both halves, that was a, that was a task. Like it just, it was like that should have felt better, but I will say watching again, watching this thing move through the environment as you're like moving it. I've never seen anything like it. Like it's just so disturbing watching this meat monster thing with tentacles move through and and kind of just it moves like a it moves like a slime would, but then it's clearly pulling itself along with tentacles and um there there's some neat stuff in it. I I I won't I'm not writing it off. It was just one of those things where it's like my expectations have been tempered. Um now, there was another game that at some point, I don't know what happened to it development-wise, where it was sort of similar to this idea, but it was a strictly stealth game where you also play as another sort of weirdly organic creature that doesn't have a real form and is sort of tentacly. Um, but it was stealth where you're, you have to like take over people and stuff. Um I will try to find out the name of that for next week, but it was also really neat, and I hope that comes out more so now because it looked like it was something I'd prefer over Carrion. But uh, yeah, the Carrion demo's out. It's worth a try. I played it with an Xbox One controller on PC. So, um, 
I played an indie game that I picked up on the Steam sale called No One Lives Under the Lighthouse. Let me double check to make sure I actually have that name right because I, I actually don't know. No One Lives Under the Lighthouse, yes. Um, it's It looks like an old PS1 game. It's super dithered. Like The visuals are very pixelated in a... I don't think there's any PS1 game that looks like that, but it's clearly going for that aesthetic. Um, the game starts off with you in a lighthouse and you pick up a candle and then you have to fill the oil canister and go and light the lighthouse. Um, but I grabbed the, the candle, walked up to the top of the lighthouse, couldn't figure out how, what to do, walked back into the room I picked the candle up and finally noticed the uh, oil canister on the ground. I fill it up with oil. I exit that small room at the bottom of the lighthouse, and all of a sudden there's the banging at the door of the lighthouse, and I went, no, I'm not. <laughs> it's it's a horror game, and I just went, I'm not going to answer that. I'm going to go and light the lighthouse. So I go up to the top, light the lighthouse, and um, I'm not spoiling anything. This is literally like the first five minutes of the game. Uh, I go up, light the lighthouse. It starts spinning, and then all of a sudden the light turns off, and it's daytime now. And I'm being rowed in a boat to the island. And the guy rowing the boat is saying, like, oh, yeah, the last uh, lighthouse keeper just disappeared, which I'm assuming I played as in the intro. And he drops me off on the island. And I walk around and I take my suitcase and open it up. And there's a little medallion thing. I put it on a chest. And then I go to the lighthouse. And so I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted by John not having audio. Um, okay. Anyways, I'll keep going. Um, I grab, I go into that. I'm like, oh, I clearly have to set the lighthouse on now. So I'm going to do the same thing. I grabbed uh, my candle, but the oil canister is not there. So I'm like, well, clearly it's at the top where the last guy disappeared. So I turn around and I start climbing up the uh, stairs again. And as I'm walking, one of the best jump scares I've had in a long time, although I wasn't ready for it because it's like 3 a.m. in the morning, I went, so I went, no, no, I'm good. I'll just turn this off for now. Um, Was I was walking up the staircase and all of a sudden it played like a very light piano sound. Like, very eerie, but not like the sort of dum-dum that you get. And I swear to God, I saw a body fall outside the window of the lighthouse and went, I'll come back to this when there's daylight <laughs> outside, so I'm not sitting in a basement. <laughs> no, that's the best time to, that's the best time to play. Uh, no, see, I don't mind that with, like, a survival horror game where I feel like I have the ability to fight back. There's no fighting back in this from what I understand. <laughs> and I was like, I don't really... Yeah. So I'm going to put that one aside. Um, I played a little bit of the classic Doom on PS4. And I played a little bit of the Darius collections, both the console and the arcade, um, which I have both for review. Um, I prefer the arcade collection. I think those are... Well... I'll be honest. Right now, with being a bu- having a busted up thumb, and that's the excuse I'm using. It's not that I'm bad at shooters. I'm not very good at shooters right now because my busted up thumb. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I I'm not great at shooters, but I enjoy them. And 
the console collections pretty tough. Um, the arcade one is a little bit easier, and I prefer the arcade ones because I felt they were just kind of better playing, uh, especially when like the console collection has the um, them called Turbo Graphics. Uh, they have the PC Engine game and the Master System game of Sagaya, uh, which is Darius 2. Um, and it's like they have the American and the Japanese release of both, of both uh, Darius 2, which is Sagaya, and I think Super Darius, which is the Super Nintendo version. I think it may even have a different name. Um, and the American versions are all harder, and the Japanese versions are already hard enough as it is. And it wasn't really for me, but the arcade version has a lot of options for each separate game. So I prefer that one so far. Um, and they all look great. They're made by M2. Um, the only issue I have, and this has been, this was an issue with the, um, I can't remember the Darius game on PS4, but with the ultra wide monitors that Darius is kind of known for, it doesn't look good on a large television um, because they were built for multiple monitors. So when you have it on a large television, it fits width wise, but vertically it doesn't look great because it's all very small because the idea is that you'd have, you know, in the original arcade games, you'd have two tube monitors like uh, CRT monitors and you would have basically two four by three images. And now I have those side by side. So I don't get the same verticality as I would with two four by three monitors. It, it's just, there's no easy way to fix that. Um, although somehow, and maybe it's because they turned the monitors on their side, Darius two from the arcade collection looks fantastic because it fills up most of the television. Um, but I it was like maybe maybe like maybe I'm just bad at shooters. So I started up Paul Star because I know Darius is generally harder anyways, um, which I have from arcade arcade archives. So I started up Paul Star and um, first of all, arcade archives they need to look at how M2 does their emulation because I found Paul Star to be blurry um, and. They kind of had the same options, but like it just it was so hard to look at. But I was doing fine with Polestar, so maybe I'm just bad at Darius specifically. But um, yeah, the Darius collections are definitely something if you like shooters to look into because they are all I think co-op as well, except for some of the home releases. And boy, that Sega Master System version chugged! It was so bad. <laughs> Uh, I haven't played a game that had massive slowdown in so long, especially a game that looks like that. But, uh, you know, that's just the old... They're emulating the old hardware well. Uh, maybe if I played CrossCode on Switch, I could... Uh, nah, you played Deadly Premonition oh, 2 oh. on Switch. You know how much that breaks my heart that I can't play that because I don't have a Switch, but then I'm okay with it because of how bad... Hey, maybe, maybe if it eventually comes to something else, oh. it will run not like dog shit. You say that. You say that. I, I do. Ran, like, hold on. Deadly Premonition 1, the director's cut, that they went back and touched up, apparently. 
still didn't run well on PS3 and didn't run well on PC. Well, I mean... The only game he's made that has run pretty well throughout, although I can't speak for uh, D4, but... um, (laughs) I can't speak for D4 because I haven't played it. I own it. I haven't played it. Oh, it's... it's... Did it run poorly? It's not that it ran poorly. It's just at the end, like, it almost feels like it's running in, like, molasses. Because of the way the animation works. Okay. It's it's well, a weird game. The only game that I feel like he's been consistent throughout on is Spy Fiction, where it worked well. But I, I don't think you like Swear. I don't think you like Swear. I just think you like Spy Fiction. No, I like Deadly Premonition. <laughs> I don't like the I don't like the director's cut as much. Three sixty version runs fine, right? I mean, it's got slowdown, but it doesn't. It's got slowdown, but I, I feel that it ran better, in my opinion. Anyways, I'm sure there's somebody out there that'll disagree with me, but I, I think the I game. I saw the Digital better. Foundry guy straight up say like the 360 version of Deadly Premonition was fine. The Switch okay. version of Deadly Premonition 2 is a fucking disaster. Okay, well, it does have slowdown because it's not the best game ever. <laughs> Um, like it uh, visually or or optimized. Well, but I'm sorry, but like... Deadly Premonition 2 is not exactly pushing any boundaries visually. Well, no, no, I understand that too. I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, the Xbox 360 version runs okay. Um, yeah. The uh, issue that I had with uh, Deadly Premonition Director's Cut isn't even so much the performance, um, although it is weird because they did have a PS3 version in Japan of the original, and I don't know if that ran poorly or not, but whatever. Um, it was that they added cutscenes that I felt were unnecessary to the story. Um, like it just was this really weird decision that they made and I'm not really sure why, but whatever. Anyways, that's enough story talk. It's my game I played. Next up is John, I think, cause he's finally arrived. I don't even know if we can hear him yet. He hasn't said anything. Well, you know, I just keep quiet while Anthony was talking and I don't like to be rude. I'm British. That's the, well, the, I mean, you just counteracted your own argument. Okay. No. Listen here, you American shitbag. <laughs> Shut up, you We got Cheeto fucking chicken sandwiches. How you doing? We're doing good. How about yourself, sir? <laughs> you know full well how I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> yeah, Are you still sitting on a bag of ice? No, that was only for the first day. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was. Um, I'm not going to go into any gory details, but that was. No, I, I it, just you mentioning that it was done brought back my PTSD. <laughs> I don't know. And to be fair, as far, apparently it's. Uh, I mean, I don't know how long they've been doing it, but it's a laser technique now, as opposed to actually cutting open. And so oh, it's a lot. Apparently, you. good all for can, you. All I, can, all I can think of is like them pointing a giant James Bond esque laser right <laughs> at John's <laughs> Motherfucker, the, my doctor used a knife, John. Oh, no, 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 no. So no. I, I, re- I think I, re- I got off relatively light because this is a new procedure or a newer procedure than the the uh, the original way of doing it. Um, however, it's still not pleasant. So, um, no, thank God, nothing, I don't have to do it again. Nothing in that area <laughs> is pleasant. <laughs> And at least you got by with the James Bond laser, whereas I got yes. fucking seventies yeah. knife. When when they did, did they did they use general or local anesthetic? Would they use local? I assume. 
Yeah, just the, the, yeah. there was a needle. Oh, yeah. I wish it had knocked me out. They don't do that, but I wish it had knocked me out. I'd rather not. I was him. praying he was going to knock me out, and he totally mm. did not knock me out. But, um, yeah, other than yeah. other than that, my weekend's been relatively okay, thank you. Do they, do they, do they put in a needle to, like, freeze the area? Yes, they do. Um, oh! <laughs> so the thing is though that's that was that was my biggest worry i mean i've I've got tattoos i i know what pain can be like okay, especially yeah, needles. hold on hold on, hold um, on now but that, there's, those are two tattoos no, are not a totally different yeah, feeling i, I have yeah. a tattoo that doesn't feel yeah they they put in a... i don't like i don't like needles i'm with well, you. I, hate, I, hate I hate needles i despise I, needles i had to stick one and in my thumb that on was sunday no. That's not your balls, Anthony. No, that's not your you balls. want to know how much pain <laughs> it is when they stick a, a... You have an open wound, and then they just stick a needle into it, and they're oh. like, oh, yeah, we're going to put another one in. And I went, yeah. just get it done! <laughs> Anthony, when they, when they open a wound there... Yeah, no, okay, I've been kicking the balls to the point where I had to see no, a doctor. No, no, no. <laughs> Dude, I still have nightmares about that that, that experience. What, what I'll tell know? you, Anthony, is that the actual that was a bit I was worried about the most, and actually that was a piece of piss because it felt like a scratch, and that was it, yeah. and it worked pretty much straight away. Oh, well, what was annoying <laughs> is that they then had to do it three more times to actually stop it from hurting. I will know, John, if you had this problem, but Anthony, um, the discoloration. In the days following, yeah. Okay, hold on. I here's a here's a here's a background <laughs> story. Um, I was in grade eight and got kicked, and I'm not just saying kicked. I mean it. I had to I had to walk like I got off a horse for like a month. <laughs> All there I know is, is I looked on, at there it. Is, there, Crayola doesn't sell crayons in the colors that I saw. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, so I remember for like a week afterwards, I was like looking at it, like, um, yeah. And you walked. Yeah, I've not looked at it. And you walked I've like John Wayne. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> yeah no. And anytime you lift something, you're like, oh. <laughs> but um, but surprisingly, it's all it's it's better. Well, it's not better. It's it's um, uh, I've got the I've taken tomorrow off work just to give me an extra day, but I'm sure I feel that I will be fine. And they say it's about a week before you can um start lifting heavy objects again and that sort of stuff. So, um, I yeah, I on say, a Friday, I'm and I think I was back to work on Tuesday. I'm glad they I'm not having it done again. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Thank Jesus. Yeah. Um. As, as for games, I've been playing well. Um, not a lot, really. I guess I've I've been playing the Borderlands Collection for Switch that I'm now finally um getting a chance to write a review for. Um, and that's... I only I, I only picture it as like just the Vita version ported to Switch. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's they see that's that's the thing because that Vita version was absolute ass, and this is not. They've they've done a pretty good job. Um, it I think. And I've I've written this in my review. I think it benefits from the style um, because you're talking about a game that's hmm, 10, 10, 11 years old now at this point. It was like 
late the first one? 2010s. Yeah, 2009. Was, yeah. 2009. So, so it's, you're talking a, a decade-old game. Um, but because... And, and most games that old probably don't age very well, but because of the style of it, that comic book kind of cel-shaded style, um, not only does it hold up, it still looks good, but it also runs actually quite well on on the Switch because it's it's not really... It's not as if it's fine detail. It's not as if it's graphical prowess. It's, um, it, it, it gets away with a lot more than uh, another port may, may do. Um John, the only downside, yeah. Just, just to give you a heads up, um, also released in two thousand nine, Batman: Arkham Asylum, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two, Uncharted Two, Assassin's Creed Two, Left 4 Dead yeah. Two. Yeah, but if you look at those games, that... they, yeah, I know. But you I look know. at those games, and they they don't age as well. If you look, go back and look, they they, they do show well, their age. But but you're you're you have to understand like. Most, if not all, of the ones I just yes, all the ones I had also have a PC port. So, like, compare mm. the PS3 version of Borderlands to the PS4 version of Borderlands, right? I mean, benefiting from the fact that they have a PC version, you can just pull textures from. Although Batman was, I think, a full redo for PS4, but um, yeah, I mean, they, they they have those assets because they've always existed too. Yeah, but my my point is that it handles relatively well on the Switch, and it doesn't show its age. Frame, uh, frame rate, Why yeah, fine, yeah, no? yeah. Okay. I mean, it's is it running at thirty or sixty? Thirty, okay, but it's, uh, yeah, it's a, I, I would, I would expect it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, and it's a solid thirty. I don't see many drops. I mean, you got might get the odd one here or there, but it's it's nothing that's. You, it's nothing you're ever going to notice. You um, give them credit too. Like that game gets so hectic that if you have frame rate drops, it's probably because there's a thousand things on screen. Absolutely, but it's yeah, it's 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 pretty good to be fair. And I think the as a port goes, it's it's solid. Um, it still has. Uh, it's again you the issue that I have, much like with the XCOM, and probably going to be very similar with Bioshock because that's the next thing on the list um it's that value proposition um yes as if you if you take the fact that you've got three borderlands games here and they're big games you know you can spend 20 plus hours in each of them it's a lot of content you've got all the dlc they're pretty with barring one piece of dlc you've got all the dlc there you've got all of the extra characters and stuff that they introduced with the dlc um and it's 50 bucks, which isn't even full price. But then comparing it to, like, you can get all three games on the PC for probably 10 bucks. It's that. That's the biggest issue. Is that it's, and it's not fair to, to, it, it's not fair to hold that against it because it is a solid port. It's not a shit game. And they were never bad games, they were always entertaining. Um, it's just it's it's really difficult if if you know what I mean. Where you've got this, it's it feels like you're getting a lot for your money, but it feels like you're not getting value for money. It's very strange. But it's I the think switch if, problem, truthfully, yeah. it just is. Yeah. Like Burnout Paradise is a solid fifty dollar game yeah. when it came out, but now it's, it's and not. even the remaster. You know, you can get the remaster. 
it's yeah. on sale for like five bucks or ten bucks. The, the thing, like... the thing that bothers me so much about Burnout was that it wasn't fifty dollars when it when the remaster came out on PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah, see, I don't think they do themselves any favors no, with that sort of thing. No, that I understand it's like five bucks. Yeah, it's five bucks now, yeah. but when it launched, when it was no, brand new... No, but what new, I'm saying is, like, they it was, 20, launched, it was 30 bucks. If it launched yeah. at the same yeah. time as the others, you would at least go, well, they all released at the same time, and there's your Switch tax. But this Switch version came out, what, last week, the week before? Yeah, but $20 yeah. Switch tax would be unbearable. But, but what I'm saying is it came out later than to the point yeah. where the other remastered versions have gone on sale or like five yeah. bucks now yeah. so it it's, is like, it's, uh... and it is a problem and and again i don't i don't think it's fair to hold that against the game because it's not the game's fault and the game is a solid game it runs smoothly but that's the kind of that's the thing that doesn't settle with me so well um but it and it's but again i feel bad about scolding the game for that. It's not the game's fault. Yeah, but it's the I way mean, like, the project John, works. You're also reviewing the product. Yes, you, you are. You're, game, reviewing, right? you're not reviewing like, the content. I, you are I reviewing reviewed, the price as well. When I reviewed Nino Kuni uh, Remastered, right? Mm. It's the same game. Like, literally, mm. it's not just like, oh, they went and repolished it like i looked i just because i was curious i looked up to see someone emulating a ps3 right which would then remove mm. all the and it's literally the same game it's just can we PS3. can we kill the remastered title from any switch game because let's be fair they're not remastered well, that, was, that was the thing i was going to ask john is i'm curious about and I, I i realize if you haven't done it um i have two questions for you john you haven't mm. played the bioshock collection right not yet, no. When you do, I'm curious to know if it's the the collection that was released with like the museum and stuff, or if it's just the three games. Because if it's the collection, it still doesn't make the price reasonable, but it's at least, hey, this is a better package than we just literally gave you a bunch of PS3, Xbox 360 games. Here you go. Um, it would be easier to port those. You would be, but the, the the museum portion of that collection is extremely neat, and I feel like is what made the collection sort of worthwhile. Um, I'll have to have a look. Is um, when I do get get to that. The other um, question is that you mentioned that there's a piece of Borderlands DLC missing. Yes, um, it's Borderlands Two DLC, and it's the one. I know there is a reason I can imagine for it not being there. It is the DLC that came out for free to lead into. Borderlands 3, oh, the fight okay. for Sanctuary, and I th- can imagine that that's not there because I... 3 isn't going to come out for the, for the Switch, or well, they have at least I at mean, the moment. I mean, they'll push it up eventually. <laughs> Maybe, I, I, yeah. I was curious because yeah. like, I was like trying to think of the four main editions. Like, I can understand if they dropped some of the smaller stuff that they released, but I was like, no, everything the else four is main there. editions, you, you can't drop any of no, those. Everything... I think they're all great. Everything else is, is is intact. So again, I'll give it props for that. And I think, uh, as I say, the reason for that not being in there is because, at least at the moment, there are no plans to to uh, release it for the suit. They don't need to include it. And maybe if they do plan on uh, at some point getting Borderlands three out there, they could give it away for free or something. I'm sure. But uh, like they did with the the other versions. But um, that's the only bit. Everything else, everything that came out when the game came out, that they're all three 
games have all of their their, their DLC intact. It was just that one that was released just before Borderlands Three. So, um, so but uh, you know, as a as a game, as I say, it's 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 pretty good. It runs. I mean, if you guys can remember playing Borderlands on the the 360 was it's garbage at some point. Frame rate, tear sure. issues, all sorts. Sure. Um, this doesn't have any of that. You know, it, it is a better version than those versions. Um, yes, it's not going to be the same as when I play it on my PC or when you play it on your PS4 or Xbox One, but it's a solid version of that, those games and fair play to it. Um, I also played... Because um, it was, a, 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 as you were, the Steam sale happened. Um, and that's always a good time for me to kind of check out my wish list and also <laughs> just time to lighten your wallet and lighten your wallet. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know whether anyone else feels the same, but I think, and I know why they don't do it anymore, but I feel like the steam sales has lost something because they don't do their daily deals anymore where they would go after a day i know why they don't people can't always get online and check um yeah. but i used to love that i used to love that that excitement of getting there at six o'clock and and refreshing the page and seeing what the super duper deals were for the day and i miss the, i miss the publisher bundles too i realize mm. that as we've kind of gone on like there are there are still some, but they're so not the discount they used to be. Like I remember buying the id bundle, which was literally everything id had ever done, and the telltale bundle, which at that point didn't even have The Walking Dead, but still had wow. a huge selection of stuff. Like I think they just finished Sam and Max, um, and like you know, and then you'd have like the one C bundle and like all these other publishers, and they you just don't have that. And I think they really killed the daily deal when they did the, like, what was it, the two-hour deals or whatever, and you were like, oh, fuck this noise. Um, yeah, I mean, I can, I, I can only remember the fondly, the, the daily deals. Um, the, but again, I can see why they get rid of them. It isn't fair on everybody. Uh, but it just loses something, uh, some excitement to it. But, you know, they have the whole the things of the games that they do around it. In this case, it was the launching of this new thing where you can buy, um, use, as you make purchases, you get points to spend on avatar items and chat, um, chat emotes and stuff, which is, it's cool. It adds a little bit of flair to the well, whole thing. What, what I like about that is, because I, I guess it was something that never came up even. I'm surprised that I didn't even mention it. Yeah, I like that I can buy the like emoticons and stuff from the games I own that I don't, mm necessarily want to collect four rounds of the playing cards to get yeah right? and I, I do i mean i do in a way i think that the playing card thing the, the the card thing is good but it's also bad because you can't earn all of them and it, you're giving to get the collection you have to either trade which is sometimes difficult or you end up selling cards or turn them into gems or buying cards and obviously steam's getting money out of that valve's not daft just like the hats thing um, but yes, with the emotes, you can just buy as you please. You can select whatever you like, and and uh, as long as, as long you've got as points you, for them, as long as you own the game. Yeah, yeah. So that's mm. uh, that's cool. But I did the reason why I mentioned the Steam sale is I finally picked up um, PC um, uh, PC Building Simulator, PC Build Simulator, um, just because it looked kind of neat and. It had some good reviews, a lot of people saying it's a bit of a puzzle game, but it incorporates 
actually incorporates, you know, some um, uh, authenticity in regards to, like, you know, they've got deals with Corsair and NVIDIA and AMD where you've got the parts that they can, you can install. And uh, also, you know, a lot of the processes that you use, although obviously it's a, it's a simulator, they are actually very spot on. And I now I've got a nice PC. I plan on maintaining it and, and upgrading it as time goes on. So I thought that would be quite cool. Learn a little bit, learn a, a light, very light skill of level of, of this and and also it's a bit of a puzzle game so you know um that's actually quite good it's it's one of those games you've got to have a um a notepad with you because you the idea is i don't know if either of you played this game but you uh, you inherit your uncle's pc store he's run it to the ground you go in and you get emails and asking if you can fix this somebody's pc it could be simply that the thing needs cleaning out because it's too dusty or um it needs uh, a virus scan because it's got a virus um and you take these jobs on you get normally a certain amount of time to can you hear that someone's drilling next door i was like what is that someone drilling next door i hope anyway or they're drilling through um yeah, so you um, they start off like simple, and you pick you, the the computers get delivered. You put them on your desk, and then the other room next door. Jesus, sorry, um, <laughs> and uh, you do the work on them. And there's little things that you start. You have to do. You have to make sure that you unplug the plugs and stuff like that, or you could cause problems. Or when you're installing the software to get virus, if you have to make sure you take the US, put the USB in and take it out. Um, and as you get better and you level up and your reviews get better, you can buy programs that automatically do that for you to save the time. But it gets complex. So you, you start off with maybe getting two or three emails a day and you end up getting sort of, well, I've got to a stage, I've been playing for maybe four or five hours you get, and you've got like seven or eight emails and it isn't just... Um, you know, this computer needs cleaning out. They've got stuff, it won't run from BIOS um, and all sorts. And it's, there was a point where, oh Christ, I've got these, and you have to go back to the uh, email. To, I had to go back, I had to keep looking back, oh, which computer's wrong with it? What one's wrong with this one? Oh, hang on. So I ended up having to get a notepad out so I can write the email address account down and what the problem was. And also, if you need to order parts, you've got a wardroom for the following day. So you have to, you have to go through these emails uh, for the stuff you're going to get in for, you know, you accept the jobs and they come the next day. You then have to go and order the stuff you need to make sure you get that the next day. Otherwise, you can get a delay with fixing your case. It's, it's actually quite good. And it's one of those games where uh, an hour seems uh, seems like five minutes so it's like you sit on there. I was like at seven o'clock in the evening. I look at my watch. All of a sudden, it's half past ten. You think, "Fuck, oh, where did that time go?" Um, so that's actually, and it was like eight eight quid. So it's like that's actually quite a bit of a bargain. I'm enjoying it. It's good fun, and that's about it, really. Um, I've just dibbled, dabbled with a few bits and pieces. Um, just playing a few old games, just keeping up on obviously Animal Crossing. Um, I'm also. I'm going to start, or we're going to try to start streaming more because I don't oh, stream boy. a lot. Yeah, you'll be, you'll be the next uh, next PDP. No, no, I won't. Um, disrespect. 
Well, you know, there is a uh, there is a hole there now to be filled. <laughs> God damn um, it. <laughs> uh, I think you should put so, on some glasses and grow a uh, mullet as much as stand. possible. Yeah. Um, so I've just decided that it's me and Laura decided a fun thing to do. She likes playing Beat Saber, so we've um, what we've done is uh, we've got the Oculus Quest, and now in beta, you can if you've got a fast enough USB C cable. And you've got a powerful enough PC, which we have. You can plug them in and turn it into an actual rift. So, Fancy. we've done that. Yes. Um, now she is. Uh, other than the fact that she had to buy Beat Saber again, which she didn't mind doing because um, she loves that game. Um, she says there is a massive difference, even though the Beat Saber is absolutely fine on the the Quest. On the actual rift, it's it's a hell of a lot more powerful and beefy and easier to mod as well. So um, she does uh, a lot of because a lot of people make songs for it and and uh, you know maps uh, for it and uh, it's a lot easier to 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 get access to that on the PC as you can imagine than it is on the Quest because the Quest you have to like sideload stuff whereas obviously with the PC it's you download a, a, a program and it, it attaches itself it's already instant you get it from Steam and it downloads and, and away you go but it's added a lot to her experience so she's decided that she wants to do a bit of streaming there as well so um, that's quite cool and it works pretty well I'm, I'm going to be interested I don't often get a chance to play on the the the, the Oculus because Laura hogs it um but um i'd be interested to see what some other games look like playing that way um not that i've tried any yet but you know that, that seems like something i might end up doing in the the long term but the link thing seems to work really well we had to get a long cable and like we got a 16 foot usb 3c cable and that works really well um so I think if uh, anyone's got a quest and wants to to give like a try, and obviously we then got access to all of the games that are on Steam, whereas using just the quest, you only have access to the games that are on the quest. So that's all. It opens the library up a bit more, which I have discovered when looking through said library on Steam. There's a lot of dirty games on there with women dancing. And it's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, but, Steam users are horny, John. Yes, yes, they are. Um, but that's, yeah, that's everything I've played, really. All right. Uh, I'll run through some stuff here. Uh, so I have been the guinea pig for game streaming. I, um, I tested out PlayStation Now. I've I'm lukewarm on that thing. I think the library is is good in some places and and very very mm. bad in others. Um, I think the I think that's is, uh, I think it's half assed that library. Yeah, it's there's some good games on there, but it's like they're so late to the party you don't even realize that they're there, like Spider Man and God of War and things like that. But they they leave it in August, and it's yeah, like know, they've only been on. So it's... stupid. We've talked about this before. It just seems like I can understand the Spider-Man one. It's not their property, but there's no reason why God of War has to be timed. There's no reason why Horizon has to be timed. They are IPs and properties owned by Sony. Just stick them on and leave them on. You look yeah. bad when you don't. But, yeah. but um, 
that continues to feel better on uh, PC than it does on the PlayStation 4 itself. Um, I did test that a little bit more this weekend. So the reason that spawned this was I, I finally got access to Stadia Pro. So... Um, oh, did they send you something for that, or did you buy in? Yeah, so Google reached out with some codes for a uh, review for a game, and I said, hey, look, I don't have Stadia. Uh, okay. I said, I'd be happy to take a look at it, you know, if you want to send, like, the Founders Kit or whatever. I was like, I'm I'm kind of lukewarm on it. I was honest. I said, hey, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't buy this. I'm not interested in it that much. And they're like, yeah, we'll send you the controller Chromecast thing, and we'll set you up with Stadia Pro. So you can kind of experience it. Mm. So I said, cool. Um, when I first got it, I was playing on the, the standard because it took a little while to get my pro account set up, which if you know anything about Stadia means you can only stream at 1080p. So mm. before I gave like a final verdict, I wanted to have pro so I could see how the 4k streaming worked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Stadia works really well on the PC. Uh, when I first set it up, like, cause my PC's hardwired. Everything felt good. <clears throat> when I finally got the upgrade, the 4K streaming worked really well. But on the Chromecast, I was having tons of problems. So, like, you would get the normal artifacting from the stream, mm. but yeah. I was also getting hitches in the game. So, like, it would be playing, and all of a sudden you'd see, like, a little jerk, and the game would stutter for a second. Now, a lot of times in a lot of games, that's not a problem. But in some of the games I was playing, it was a problem. It was affecting my experience. So I tweeted that out. Um, and the Stadia account on Twitter reached out to me and said, hey, can we troubleshoot this? And I said, sure. Um, so they gave me a link to test my speed. My speed is fine. But I was connected on 2.4 gigahertz because I had had 5 gigahertz on my Wi-Fi. A lot of times, like when I'm playing Overwatch, it'll disconnect me. Like there's like uh, a packet loss or something. So I was like, I'm not going to use that. They're like, why don't you give that a try? I switched over to 5G. Holy shit. So I played quite a few games. I played uh, I played a fighting game because on Stadia Pro you have the Power Rangers fighting game. I played a shooter. Um, I played uh, Zombie Army 4. I played Panzer Dragoon, the remake. I played um, Grid. That shit feels native. Wow! Like this streaming... is this is through your Chromecast. Yeah, this is through the Chromecast. So it's not wide. This yeah, this is wireless Chromecast. Oh, wow! Um, and it was streaming in 4K. Like I kept check. Like you can press the Stadia button and check your connection, make sure everything's good. Mm. It'll tell you what you're streaming at. Um, it supports HDR. So like, and the difference between PlayStation Now and Stadia is that the controller. You know, like they touted, is connected to the servers via Wi-Fi. Yes, and it's not connected to the actual Chromecast. Yeah, exactly. So my button presses all felt not, like there may have been a millisecond of lag, mm. and it felt so good. <laughs> like the technology is there. The library in Stadia still kind of sucks. I think that's their biggest issue. Is that yeah, they it's that whole. I mean, one, if you got the Stadia Pro, it's how much is that a month? 15 it's bucks? 10, 10 bucks a month, I think. So if you're and, Stadia and you Pro, get, obviously you that, get a ton you get of games. games. Yeah, Destiny, you get a ton of games on there. And, um, 
but I think the whole, I think this is where it falls down is that when you've got its competitor, and its biggest competitor is Xbox um, game streaming, whatever they call it. Once it ever gets out. Once it goes out. Um, because people are saying it's better in beta than Stadia is released. So I think that's the biggest. But the biggest thing is that it's going, you know, it's a free service if you have Game Pass. You can stream all of those Game Pass games to your device. Um, whereas with Stadia, it's, you get, yes, you get access to free games, but you're paying full price for some of these games, the games that you don't own and won't own if they ever decide to switch that service off. And I think that's the biggest pill that people are try, having trouble swallowing is because it is purely a streaming service. And because of Google's history, people are worried that they'll pay 40 bucks for a game, 50 bucks for a game. And in maybe a year or two, when two or when it hasn't worked out for, or if it doesn't work out for Google, they shut the system down and you've lost access. That's a real barrier for entry for some people. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, I will tell you this, if, if xCloud is as responsive and as good as state, because the thing about Stadia is the technology works, man. That shit works. Yeah. Um, if it's even if, if it's even on that level with the library that they're promising on xCloud, holy cow. Yeah. Like, I would be okay. Think... It would be a great way to check out games that you don't want to sit and wait to download. So, like, for example, yeah. Game Pass had um, NBA 2K20, and I was like, you know what? I want to play this. Um, it was an 80-gig download. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's about 80 gigs, so fuck that and, noise. And even <laughs> on my super-fast connection, it only took me, like, an hour to download it. But it's that's still, still an hour, hour isn't it? Yeah. yeah. it's still an hour. But uh, this is the thing. This is... Can you remember... Um, back when PlayStation bought Gaikai and um, they were touting this possible future where you would buy a game and you would start playing it immediately whilst it's downloading because you would be streaming yes. up to that point, which never happened. Uh, as that's you supposedly say, PlayStation what Cloud is going to do, yeah. Can, that's what we're getting to. We're getting to that point where you can, you know, you can buy a game. And yes, if you want, you know, if you say, for example, you're, Halo Infinite. Um, you're downloading it on your Xbox Series X, but you want to play it straight away. Well, it's on Game Pass. You just fire it up on your phone or on your on your even on your Xbox Series X. I can guarantee you they'll have cloud streaming service for that on built in. And it's like, well, that's how you want it. That's 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 the dream. These think of the demo possibilities. You can have demos on the cloud. You can do the OSR. Um, you know, start as soon as you purchase it on the cloud as you say, try out all of these games that you don't want to spend your bandwidth and time downloading. And hell, if the experience is good enough, you might not even need to download it. You just stream it. It's amazing. Yeah. And yeah, I think, and from, again, I've not had a chance to try it. I did try and get in the, because I've got an iOS. I did get in the Android beta, but I don't have an Android. So I, I tried the iOS one, not going to get onto it. But I'm looking forward to that. I want to, uh, from all of the the, the reports are saying that this the technology does work. It's been a really good experience, and I think I think we hear more about that next month. I think August's because um, oh, obviously we've got the new thing in July. I think August's um, profile thing about the Series X will be on its uh, clouds integration with it. Yeah, I think I think August is going to be hardware and services for Xbox. Mm. But no, I, so, I'm impressed. I'm impressed with the technology of Stadia. Um, it's so, good that the technology works. I just wish they. 
I think they're, they're, they're as I say, I think their um, their service decisions are are wrong. Um, but it's nice to know that the actual technology works. Yeah, and even if you got every game that was on Stadia with Stadia Pro, I'm going to be real honest with you, it's not. <laughs> it's really not. No. Um, I'll go. Th- I'm trying to go through these quick since we were running uh, long on the games, but uh, I do want to do my weekly. Uh, so I'm back on the ID at Xbox list, so I get all of those codes uh, on Friday. So nice. A decent selection this week. Um, obviously, I'll save the big boy for last because I, I really like that game. I want to give it a little more. But um, the first one I'll talk about is The Great Perhaps. Um, this game starts off with a very lengthy cutscene about a guy who was on a space station and saw a big flash on the Earth. And then he goes into hypersleep for like 36,000 days and wakes up and he thinks that the computer is kidding about how long he's been asleep. And he's like, well, I need to go back to Earth to see what happened. And then the game is you going back to Earth and figuring out what happened. You get this like lantern that can, when you use it, it like shows you what the world was and then it shows you what the world is. It's really, it's got a cartoon art style. It's a left to right. um kind of adventure game uh, adventure slash puzzle it's neat um i did get stuck on a puzzle early on um but i probably will go back to it because i think it's a really interesting concept and i and i thought it was a neat game uh the next one i tried out was distraint 2 which is the next uh, and anthony if he's here i don't know if he's back or not but uh it's another rattle joint uh like i said they usually release yeah, they're, one they're, they're the publisher on that one though because yep. they're not the developer I don't think they're ever the developer. No, they do develop some some games. Okay, well, it's another it's another one okay, of their I'm games. Pretty sure I have the strength too on my PC. I definitely. Okay, I think that one. game is garbage. It's yeah. just <laughs> fucking weird. Like you start the game and you're some big head dude sitting on a bench, and you want to talk about widescreen? Like literally, there's like forty percent of the screen above and below the picture. Yeah. The black. Yeah. Yeah. Not for everyone, but okay. Um, but yeah, this... I mean, you start out as a dude on the bench, you run to the right, it's like, it's too dark, I can't see. You run back, and there's like this big junk dude that looks like he fell out of the Labyrinth movie. I don't know. This game just... I didn't dig it. Uh, the next one is Lanternium, which is a weird uh, game where you play as a, a raccoon on a grid, and the objective is you got a lantern that changes colors and when you change the color it opens up platforms it's it's like a puzzle game like i don't know if you played um oh what was that uh felix game that came out recently felix, felix reaper. reaper yeah kind of reminded me of that you're on like a grid isometric perspective you and the objective is to get from one end of the level to the next um it's fine i think i played through like five or six levels i thought it was okay Oh, the next game I played is Sisters Royale, Five Sisters Under Fire. Weird title. Um, it's a vertical shmup, but you're like a little girl running on the ground shooting people. Um, it's definitely one of those games where they want to hit a certain audience. It's in <laughs> some of that, you know, weebs. Yeah, there you go. That's the one. Okay. It plays fine. It's weird. It's got some it, weird mechanics. Bullet hell? Kinda. 
Okay. No, I hate ways looking ones. Looking at it, and I'm like, I, I, when you said it, I was like, whoa, I think I know the type of game. This is actually pretty tame looking. Like, yeah, I mean, it it is tame compared to some stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, oh, well, of course, there's a physical version for Switch and PS4 coming. I guess. <laughs> it's, it's whatever. Uh, the next Actually, game I booted. Already. Yeah, I'm not sure. yeah, that is, it is. It's yeah, it's one of those. Uh, Robo Zaro was the next game I played. I did not like this game at all, and mostly because of the way it controlled. Um, it's a left to right action game, but like you aim with the right stick, and that even includes like opening doors. Mm-hmm. You might it's... not like carrying. Yeah, I I may not. But again, it's one of those things you try. And the game is weird. Um, so, like, it starts off with a robot talking to a grandma watching TV. It's weird. Um, anyway, the last two games I played are by far the highlights of this week's ID at Xbox. And that is the first one, Super Liminal. So I know you and I talked about this last week, Anthony, but I'm really digging Super Liminal. And if you don't know what it is, I guarantee you've probably seen a trailer of it. It's basically a puzzle game. Think of it like a portal, except you're using perspective. Yeah, Laura's, Laura's mentioned this to me. She wants to know, do you know if it's on PC or is it just idea Xbox? Cause she no, really it's on PC. It. It's on everything. Yeah, I think it's on, on Steam now, but it was, uh, it was a... Uh... Let me see here. It was on the uh, Epic Game Store as a, an exclusive. Ah, uh, that so, might be why she's been looking at Steam. So that's fair. Yeah, yeah, it comes out in November on Steam. God, I hate this gotcha. shit. Yeah, you know, really, that's that's the reason why people are irritated. Like, imagine you had to download and like imagine every game you wanted to buy from EA, you had to download their own store. I mean, that if I downloaded their store, I would have it. Like, on my PC, even though I don't play a lot of PC games, I have Amazon, I have GOG, I have yeah, Epic Game Store, I've got Steam. It's really not. Like, when I need to download it, I just boot it up and I download it's just, it. It's just frustrating. It's like keeping your shit in different rooms. I mean, not it's... Able to find it. uh, just annoying. I can understand why people are upset with it, but for me, it's like it's just launching another program. Yeah. I guess I don't. I just, I mean, everyone knows my opinion on this is I don't care what I have to launch. I just want that la- that launcher to be fully featured and yeah, well, and yeah, Epic, Game Store, and Epic Game Store not having cloud saves is probably the biggest criminal criminality of that service. And I, oh, it just I, and I, also I, it just it's not a nice it's not a nice it's I mean again we know how bad Origin is, but even that's has a better layout. So, um, but they'll get there in time, hopefully. Um, but anyway, Super Liminal. Yeah. I like to talk about that game. Um, I like that game a lot. It's making my head hurt real bad. <laughs> like some of the puzzles, like so. For example, like the only thing you kind of see in the trailer is like you can make things bigger. Like that's kind of like the hook, you know. But there's a whole lot more to it. Like eventually, you start dealing with perspectives, so you have to put things on certain shelves and then look at it from a certain angle to create an object. And the first time I did that, it blew my... Like, my son was watching me play, and he was like, Holy cow, what was that? Mm-hmm. That sounds like the sort of thing Laura would like, to be fair. I it's a bit like um, Fez. 
Fez, Fez was that, wasn't it, where you had to move your perspective and yeah, yeah, open yeah. stuff up. Or when when The Witness is actually a good game. Yeah, yes, like yeah, that. The Witness, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's it. There's a game that I think both of you should look into that I can't remember the name of right now. So that's well, I can't fun. look into. Well, thanks, thanks for uh, Anthony. Give me a second. Give me a second. <laughs> but anyway, I I think Super Liminal is super interesting. I'm going to continue to play it. Um, but it, it literally is one of those games I can only play for like a half hour to an hour because it just gives me the absolute biggest migraine. Like looking at the like walking into a room and being like, okay, I see what I have to do. But how the fuck do I do? Is it first person then? I guess. Yeah, it's it's think of yeah. it like portal. Does have to yeah. work that way, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Here, before you, since. Yeah, go ahead. I'm. I'm gonna. I only got one more game. The game is called Mon Cage, and you're looking at different sides of a cube. And okay, John, what Mon Cage. You should Does look. Does anybody at that. remember the the puzzle platformer that was on PS3 way back in the day? It was monochrome. Well, it wasn't monochrome, but it was just black and white. Echochrome. Yes. That game. That game was cool. That came out on PSP. There's two on PSP, and then there's one, there's two. Actually, sorry. There's one on PSP and two on PS3. Maybe there's four altogether. I don't know. I, I just yeah. remember playing one of those and thought that was two. Cool. Two was weird because you had like a light you had to move and stuff. Oh, and yeah. It was like move, kind of a different a game. Yeah, it was a move title. It was weird. All right. Last game I want to talk about. And I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to jump the gun, but I think this might be in my top ten games of the year. It's really fucking good. Holy cross, shit! Cross code. Oh, I've seen a lot about that. That's um, that's now out on Xbox or something. And, it's um, out on all. Switch. It's out on consoles now. It just dropped yeah, on all was, consoles. Uh, it's it on was on PC, wasn't it? Yeah, it was on PC. It's in Game Pass on PC. It's now in Game Pass on Xbox, and it's available. I don't care where you want to play it. I don't care how you got to play it. Yeah, play Zelda, isn't it? It's Zelda, kind of mixed with um, it's got quests. I'll tell you that. So like, you can pick up side quests from characters to go do things if you want. So the story is fairly similar to a lot of other Japanese RPG tropes lately, where you're an avatar in a game. Stop it, Anthony. You're an avatar that's going into a virtual world as in a game. The catch to this story is that it um, your character's apparently been there before, but they've lost their memory, so now they're going back into the game to try to figure out who they are. Again, another Japanese RPG trope. I lost my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, just the way this game looks, plays, it is so good. <laughs> um... The combat has melee, but it also has like a twin stick shooter kind of feel where you have these projectiles that you can shoot. And if you hold the right stick in position for a minute, you can actually shoot a stronger one that bounces off the walls. And this isn't just for combat. It's also used for puzzle solving. So like sometimes you'll have to bounce the balls off to hit certain areas. Um, It's just. I had to stop playing it because I want to. Hashtag humble brag. I'm trying to finish Ghost of Tsushima before next week. I'm not reviewing it. Our reviewer is, is reviewing it and we'll have Oh, I know he's reviewing it. <laughs> yes. Our review will be up on Tuesday, but I want to finish that before I jump into CrossCode because I feel like CrossCode is going to be my next kind of obsession, which is what Ghost of Tsushima has been for the last couple of weeks. 
So I want to finish a game before I move to the next one, because otherwise then I won't go back and finish Ghost of Tsushima. And that would bother me. So I played about two hours of CrossCode. I really, really like it. I suggest you check it out, and I can't wait to play more. But um, Cool. Yeah. As of right now, and if you have Game Pass, there's no excuse. It's on PC and Xbox. Yeah, I might give that a shot. In actual fact, I think I may have already downloaded it on PC Game Pass. It's possible I've already downloaded it. Because I remember it catching my eye when it launched there. And I thought, well, that looks kind of cool. So we'll see. Yes, you need to you need to play that game. Cool. That game is very good. I'll give it a go. But that's it. That's it for me this week. Um, lots of games to play right now. It's, it's wonderful. Uh, but let's talk about what's coming out this week. And I know there's a couple exciting things in here. Uh, yeah. First off, we've got Kingdom Majestic. Uh, Neon That's Abyss. not one of them. No, no, no. Neon Abyss. Uh, that Rocket Arena game is out this week. Remember from the EA Showcase? Nope. Okay, well that's out this week. I watched the EA Showcase as well and I can't remember it. Okay, <laughs> I, I thought it looked neat. I just wonder how long it's going to last because it's a multiplayer game. Yeah, who knows? I tell you uh, what does look fun. I know completely irrelevant. It you might have it in the news. I don't know because it was on Devolver Digital. But that that um, it's knockout. The ultimate knockout game that looks amazing. The, I don't think way, it's like, about that. Uh, I don't even know what he's talking about. It's a battle royale, but instead of you shooting and shit, you're at, like mini games, and you're like on an obstacle course, and you're in all guys costumed. Four guys, that's the one, yes. Yeah, I did oh, talk then about you that. did talk about that, yeah. Anthony went up, that he amazing. played through the uh, that free thing that they put out, the Devolver. Oh, I've downloaded it, I haven't actually played it yet. I won't talk about it then. Yep. You, yeah, he, it looks like, how clever was that? How clever is our Devolver Digital? Those guys are geniuses. Uh, this next one I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna try to say the name of this game. It's Void TRLM parentheses slash Void Void. Terrarium Limited Edition. What? Uh, exactly. I'm just going to move on. SnowRunner, okay, so Search and Recover. I need, to, I need to talk about that game because it's a... Uh, by the people that did like... Um, oh, God. They did like the a bunch of other small stuff on Vita and everything. So I'm like, oh, uh, is that one of those weird um, fate dot blah, blah, blah games? No, it's a small little character that lives in a terrarium, but then you also play, and I say this like it's, it looks like what's an actual roguelike in the interim. I'm out. Well, it's so weird. It's a, it's a, you probably wouldn't like it because you, you have to move panel by panel, I'm pretty sure, but yeah. Well, you said rogue, and I was immediately like, <laughs> a, a true, a, this is a true rogue, I think. And I don't true. care. Rogue Legacy 2 this week. Anyway, uh, the next game is yet another Smash Brothers indie battle game, Bounty Battle. It's got dude from Guacamelee in it. What's his name? Fuck. I thought he was in that Brawlhalla one. He is. Oh, wow, he gets about then. (laughs) The guy from Dead Cells is in it. Yeah, Um, I'm looking at... uh... Dead Cells, Battle Chasers, Night War, Darkest Dungeon, Steam World Dig. Yeah, it, huh? it's a it's a Smash Brothers indie. Another one, isn't there like this is like the third one, right? What was? Oh, they, yeah, oh, there was a few about. There was another. There was another one that had Shovel Knight in it, and, and I'm not oh, talking no, about no, the fighting different. game. 
Okay, well then, never mind. I was going to say. I mean, the the. Uh, sorry. That that was kind of a joke at the same time. Smash Brothers not a fighting game. Get it? Uh, no, I, I didn't. I didn't think that was intentional. Uh, Blade um, Strangers was the one I was not that. That's not the one I'm thinking of. But Blade Strangers has Shovel Knight and Isaac from um, yeah. Binding of Isaac, but not that one. There is another. Jesus, indie. how many are there? This is the third one that I know. I know Brawlhalla, but what is the other Brawl something, isn't it? Doesn't it have Brawl in the title? I can't remember. Oh yes, no, I know which one it is. It's Brawl Out. Yes, yes, Brawl Out. Oh yeah, 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 that one. I knew there was another one. I knew. I'm shaking my finger at the screen. I knew there was another one. So Brawl Out, Brawl Out is Brawl the one that has uh, who? Okay, Brawl Out's not the one that's getting. Fucking, I don't, I didn't even know these were two different games. I thought they were the same game. They're different. And Brawlhalla is the Ubisoft. in that one too. What the fuck is going on? Is the Ubisoft one the one that has um, Lara Croft now? Yeah, Brawlhalla is. is the one that has all the guest characters, yes. Yeah, well, that's you say that, you say that, but yeah. like. Um, well, I mean, not just indie characters. Like, they have like cartoon characters in it and shit too. Yeah, they had, I mean, it had wrestlers in, there, in it. They? So, didn't it have wrestlers? Oh, it's got a ring in it. God damn it. Cool yeah, nice. to sell me a game. Son of a bitch. All right, moving on. Uh, we've also got Never Song. <laughs> Radical Rabbit. What do we Rabbit. know that name? Yeah, that's the... Um... God. Where you play it the rings loot. rings a bell. You play the loot. It was on Game Pass, wasn't it? It's, you play like the loot. It's a 2D uh... game. When I say 2D, I mean everything's very... It's flat. You, yeah. You play um uh, you play songs to do stuff in the world. Yeah. Okay. Uh Radical Rabbit Stew. Super hot mind control delete. That's clever. Um Those Who Remain. Warhammer forty thousand Mechanicus. It's been a while since we had a Warhammer forty K game. I'll give that to Ryan. And Ghost of Tsushima is out on Friday. Um, so is, so is Carrion yeah. always Carrion the following week Carrion's the following week, it's 22nd can't wait for that, that looks so good uh, sorry 23rd uh, One Dog Story coming to Xbox this week as well as Ooblets is finally coming out oh yes, yes it is and, um, or only on Epic <laughs> and Xbox John played, oh. played the demo for Carrion by the way before he... um, I have you liked it? I have. Yes, I loved it. Oh, I, I wasn't I, that, that, much. It wasn't bad, it just wasn't necessarily my, I, my thing. I really want to... I, I cannot wait for that game. I'm so glad it's on Game Pass as well. It's so cool. But, um, yes, the... Um, oh, what game was... Ooblets. Yeah, that's... Ex- I thought that was... Um, I didn't think it was coming to Game Pass until it had gone... 1.0 out of early access, but well, it's, coming, it's coming on the 15th. Cool. Uh, Res PLZ. We should talk. Okay. Yes, we should. Um, it's got Drake Hollow on this list, but didn't Drake Hollow get delayed? Drake Hollow. That's the new is. game from uh, what's oh shit, what is the name of that developer? The guys that did Flame in the Flood. Oh, uh, okay, that was quite a good game, that. Yeah. Uh, on Switch, we've got a lot of the same stuff, but we've also got Pangeon, Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town, Boss Guard, <laughs> Hashtag Fun Time, 
Aeolus tournament. I swear I thought it said Aeolus tournament. I was like, whoa. <laughs> uh, Caretaker. Home run high. Never break up. This one can't be misconstrued, but Waifu Uncovered is coming to the oh, this week. I can imagine that target demographic. Ultra Hat Dimension. And finally, Friday has this big Switch release in Paper Mario, the Origami King. Have you, any of us played that yet? Nope. Nintendo doesn't send us codes until um, launch day. Oh, yeah. Because we're not cool. We're not, we're not cool. We're not the cool nope. kids. It looks cool, though. I watched that Nintendo thing where they played a bit more of it. Um, it looks... Um, it looks. I like the puzzly kind of side of stuff. Though. It that, doesn't that have be, XP. It doesn't, but at this point, does it need it? it, it well, every... I might have been okay until I saw it had motion controls, and then I was kind of like... Eh. Here's the issue. Yeah. What's the point of fighting? That's it. Like I don't. I it, thought you were gonna break out into like an '80s song. Like what's yes. the point about it? No, every '80s song would be it's the thrill of the fight. Why? Why? Why could um, we? How could we be lovers if we can't be friends? That's true. That's true. The the issue I have is like every every time they're like bring out a new game, if it doesn't have XP and they're throwing you into fights, what's the point? At doing the fight i'll just avoid all the fights you don't gain anything from doing it in fact the last couple times you've lost stuff for fighting so i want to i want to i'm going to bounce into the news on this but um i want to have some fun here so nintendo announced they were doing a treehouse what was that thursday morning oh no No. and they were like the day before they're like hey tomorrow tune in to get an you know an extended look at paper mario the origami king oh and by the way afterwards we're going to debut a new game from way forward let's let's keep going then immediately after everybody started speculating they're like this is not a first party game it's not mm-hmm. a, one of our friends. Uh, this is a this is a new, you know. This is not this is not us. Because people yeah. like Wario Land started trending. I'm pretty sure. I read. Yeah, that in Metroid, <laughs> and it was just funny. And I was like, okay. And it, but the best part, the best part is people sat through that 45 minutes of the Origami King, and then they come up and they're like, hey y'all, fuck a god. No, I'm so crazy. And it's exclusive to the Switch. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was I. I feel like they shouldn't have tweeted out about this exclusive trailer for a new for a new game. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you put the like, worst way forward in there. Nah. Yeah, you, you should have. This should have been left for uh, the middle of a Nintendo Direct somewhere in some sort of segment. Um, in a like a montage. I, it does, I, I feel it does like not help that Nintendo has been so fucking quiet during E3 time. And it when, is weird, when, but maybe this just played in. Maybe they had a weak year. Maybe they this played into the fact that they they only had like they well they wouldn't have had Metroid Four. They wouldn't have had Breath of the Wild Two. They'd have had Mario, the Origami King. They'd have had whatever they're doing for Mario's Thirty. If that would have been it, they'll wait for that stuff. But that's the thing. Once Paper Mario releases, nothing. There's nothing. There'll be a direct it's... after. There'll be a direct a week after Paper Mario releases. There better be because not. I mean, their news has been shit, and then they, you know, 
tying into another piece of news, they announced the next, you know, the monthly Super Nintendo Nintendo games. There's fucking three. Yeah, they might as well give up at this point. I mean, how... That is the easiest goddamn thing in the world to do, is to dump a ROM onto your service, (laughs) and you give us three for... It's like when I saw the PS Now editions. I was like, is that really it? Hey guys, here's uh, Wario's Woods. We already have the Furnias. Yep, well, here's the Super Nintendo version. Bye. Hold on, I gotta pull up PS Now for July, because I was like, is that really it? Um, let me see if I can find it. Watch Dogs 2. Which is going to be free if you watch on PC, if you watch UB's thing later. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I just... Watch Dogs 2 popped up. Where's the rest of it? Um... Shit. I know I said it, but while you're searching for that, Ken, I'll just vamp for time and complain about Watch Dogs 2. I <laughs> love the first Watch Dogs game, like, a lot, even though it's not perfect by any stretch. And, like, okay. talk about totally fixing the problems with one in the terms of the gameplay and breaking everything else. <laughs> I think... I just... I, I'm I'm with you on, on the fact that they was such a tonal shift. Um I the first game I liked the second game. I thought and I liked that it was a little brighter. It was a little less serious. The first one took itself way too seriously. Um and yes, there were elements of um uh, that they did improve on with the second game. Um but there was things that they definitely need to. to, to I there's some stuff on there I hated. Um, but uh, on the grand, such like, a... you mentioned seriousness, like I felt like it was like an overcorrection. Yes, so... they they definitely the tonal shift was the tonal shift was night and day. But then I think they're going the other way <laughs> with Legion. I think it's going to go back no to dark idea. and gritty. Okay. But, but then you're playing as a grandmother. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's so weird. I don't know. Okay. Don't All right, Ken. We got. We got. We got to keep. We got to keep moving. So PS Now for July is Watch Dogs Two, which by the way leaves in October. Oh. Uh, Street... <laughs> oh no! I'm still going Street Fighter Five <sighs> and Hello Neighbor, and that's it for July. By the way, you can finish Watch Dogs Two, and I by that I mean. Platinum that game in a week. Because Just there did. That's why it's only on there for three, four months. It's a, it's a, that's three games for the bu- <laughs> We dropped the price and dropped half the games we're ever going to add. Oh my god, that's awful. Anyway, um, well, we, X- we know Xbox continues to show how you do it, so that's fair. Uh, we are recording this like an hour and a half out from the Ubisoft thing, so we don't know everything that happens during that. Uh, we do know Far Cry 6 is coming, and it's got Giancarlo Esposito <laughs> in it. Which, by the way, that is the perfect villain for a Far Cry game. I'm just going to say that. I don't know. I, the only, the only, I only know him because he's a villain in The Mandalorian. Um, so in Breaking Bad. I've not seen Breaking Bad. Oh, John. I've never but watched he's... either of those shows. But he does, look, he does look... Podcast. He does look pretty... Me. Dude, you, um, if you want to appreciate, if you want to appreciate that man, watch Breaking Bad. No, I can't. I, I can't. Yes, I don't like it. You can. No, I, I, honestly, I've tried watching it like three or four times. Can't do it. Just don't get on with it at all. 
Get the fuck out, John. Sorry. Um, what's interesting is everyone seems to think the little boy is Vaz. Yeah, but his name is Diego, right? Yeah, but you can change your name, retcon it. What if he's what if he's Diego from um what's the girl's name? The, Dora the children's the Explorer. Yeah, Dora the Explorer. I I don't really I don't know anything about Tell me that's not a better tell me that's not a better like twist. Like, it. Maybe it is. Fan fiction all you want, man. I wrote it. They also they've also leaked the um Valhalla date as well. That's, um I don't care. Yeah. It it's Assassin's Creed to be out in November. Cares. Yeah, of course it will. Yeah, I mean that's an anti-climax for a for a leak. If it but... wasn't, if it wasn't Assassin's Creed, it wouldn't have leaks. Come on now. No, that's true. Um, Xbox Series X event. Uh, we have the date. I want to say, I was dead on. If you listen to last week's show, I said July twenty third, and guess what? July twenty third. Well done. What else is going? Do you think it's going to be much better? I have heard so maybe next week that's what we'll do is we'll do a prediction for that thing because I've seen a lot of rumors and I've I've heard there's some stuff in that show that people don't know yet I do know that for sure um, I, I think Fable gets shown I well think Fable is kind of a lock at this point it's going to be a lot of Halo we know that I think we see I think we see Fable as in played Gameplay. I don't know about I that. I know we're going to see Halo campaign. I know we're going to see that. Um, I don't think we're going to see Perfect Dark. I could be wrong. Which is should be the Initiatives game. But there's a couple things in there that people don't know yet that I... I don't know what they are, but I just know people don't know what they are. That's the thing. Like, they, they, they're not expecting what's in there. So It'll be interesting. It will be. I hope it's good because that week they're also doing all those uh, demos you can play. So like there'll be like what, like sixty games? Sixty, you can play? Up, 60 demos, yeah. yeah, which is cool. Um, Sony showed what the PS5 boxes look like. Yeah, it's not that much of a departure. I don't like the white on the black text. Um, well, but... the white on the black's not the problem. I tweeted about this, and and a lot of people mocked up other versions, but it's because of the blue. The blue fucks yeah, up true. the whole aesthetic of it. If the box was black or white, it would look different. Yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I, 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 you know what? You're probably right because I know they're probably just shifting. It's a Blu-ray disc box, you know. Um, but since they do the ultra Blu-rays now, you think that that would be the the one they'd go for? Yeah, you're right. It is against the blue that's a problem. Yeah, the blue but is blue throwing is their, everything off. Yeah, blue is their color. I wouldn't have went. I wouldn't if have blue is your that. color, don't make your console black and white and then use yeah. the box to show the console The lights color. will be blue. It, well, then no, the light is blue. Because blue against black and white is a terrible... They've been using blue since the PS4 started, and they actually, towards the end of the PS3, they started switching their colors to blue. I know the box was always blue, but it was like a lot of red in all their games and stuff. And then they switched to... Uh, Blue. They didn't use blue at all during PS3. No, I'm telling you right now, I have a copy of Drakengard 3, which is one of the later releases, and it is a blue strip. On yeah, the... but that game was almost end of console. Most of that console's life, it no, was you're black right. and that's white. What that's what I'm saying, though. Like Towards the end of the console, they well, it was black and white and red. Because the text would usually be... Anyways, it doesn't matter. It, it's 
if you want really if you want it blue for PS4, that's fine. But if you're going black and white on PS5, mm. then make the boxes black or white. Yeah, there is definitely something off with that. Um, but you it's know, a stupid thing to argue about. To... I know because yeah. I don't even yeah. buy physical games. <laughs> nah, nah, but I don't. Still. Yeah, I don't give a not... flying fuck what the color is. I'm just saying it's, it's my marketing background that's coming through because I look at things all day long and when I see something that just looks bad visually, aesthetically... I'm you right now, if there's a blue glow on the console and you have black and white strips, then you have a blue line next to it. Visually, it's going to look like the console. Yeah, but the console already looks like shit, so there's... You, fucking congratulations, <laughs> the box is going to look like shit too. It's kind of like the grid... This, the grid pattern that Sega had for a while. It looked shit on the Master System, and then they made it black, and somehow it's, it was going to look better? Like, no. I'm sorry, but like, I... <laughs> I mean, the GameCube? That looks fucking great. The, the, the redesign of the Xbox One? That looks fucking great. The PS2? That looks fucking great. PS5? Looked like donkey shit. I'm sorry. Ah... <sighs> All right, are we done with this subject? What was what was the? Why did we go off on the tangent? Oh, the box. We were talking right. about PlayStation box art. That's what we were talking about. Shows you how much I've actually cared about the box art. I, I was more impressed by the very simplistic cover for Miles Morales. I don't know. I, was, I don't I buy like games it. anymore. I don't buy physical games anymore. So I don't give a fuck what color the box is. I think it's funny. Speaking of physical games, let me run down the list of limited run stuff that impressed me. Uh, they're reprinting... I think fell asleep two minutes in. They, uh, they're repressing Shantae to uh, Game Boy Color cartridge. Boy and his Bob is finally coming to PS4 physically. Mummy Demastered, if you don't have it, this is, might be the last chance. I don't know if it'll ever be taken down, but uh, they're putting it physically for uh, PS4 and Switch. They're repressing Extreme Sports for Game Boy Color as well. Another, limit, uh, another um, way forward title. Uh, Bloodstained Curses of the Moon 2 is going to come out physically. Castlevania Anniversary Collection is coming out physically, which is awesome. Um, Return of the Oprah Din, which I gave a 9.5 to, I believe, and I paid for that game. We didn't even get it for review. Don't buy Space Channel 5 VR at all. It's not worth it. There's not enough game, and they're going to charge you the <laughs> fair amount for it. Um, Bug Fables is coming for PS4 and Switch physically, and they're doing something. I don't know what console it's going to be on. I'm assuming it's going to be PC, but the Monkey Island series is coming into a box set. So that was kind of interesting as well. You know what I find funny? I find a couple things funny. I think it's funny that people will criticize, and I do it myself, you know, paying $50 for a Switch version of a game you can buy $5 somewhere else. It's the same thing with limited run games. These things are going to be like forty bucks, right? And most of these games are like five to they're, ten dollars. They're generally they're generally twenty five. Um, and some of the games are you know they're all different prices. So like Curse of the Moon two came out. I don't know what the price is now, but it's not going to be a big jump to the game physically. Um, they don't usually have a horrible switch tags on their stuff from the few times I've glanced over. Um, but hey, some of the stuff ends up going for more. I know some people buy for that. I just buy the stuff I want physically. Um, but uh, also, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but like 
generally this isn't as big of a price hike. I mean, sometimes it is. It depends on the game. Like I also, bought, I haven't bought a physical copy of The Missing from there, and um, that game is still like thirty bucks digitally. So, well, also to just kind of chuckle, um, their tagline during that press conference was like physical forever. And I think the day after that press conference, Capcom came out and said 70% of their game sales are not digital. Yeah. I mean, it's an, it's a niche. I, get the niche. I don't want people to think I don't no, get the I mean, niche. I, no, I, I totally I, do. I, I understand that. But like, I I'm saying that as in, I don't think the people inside the niche understand well, that, that was that was clearly evident because I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be transparent here. I've I've worked with Josh at Limited Run back when he was uh he was working on Saturday Morning RPG. I was real back and forth with him. I really promoted that game. He sent us a ton of codes for it, and I still love that game. I think it's absolutely an absolute treasure. And he's a super nice dude. He really is. But he tweeted the day before saying we have huge announcements that people are going to be mad about. And I'm just like when he when I watched the whole showcase, I'm like, what was the big announcement? You're not the audience, right? That's the problem. But I mean, what, what was the game? Uh, can you to, can you point it out? Me, can like, you're me, in that audience? To, what was the game? To me, it's the Shantae repress. But that's that never going to be in retail. His tweet specifically said people are going to be mad saying this should be at retail. That would. What was that game? Well, that I don't know the tweet so you saying that now like that's not how i was thinking about when i saw the stuff so like but i mean if you had seen that if if you had seen that tweet he's saying like it came across as like a game that's not out yet or a new game that like a publisher had done that maybe should have been at like best buy or gamestop or something like what was the game i guess maybe castlevania anniversary collection he's a year and a half old Fuck, dude! I don't know. I didn't make the goddamn tweet. You're saying it like I have to answer for this. No, I'm just trying I to. I'm trying to understand it because, I'm like, he tweets right that out, and I'm, I'm like, I don't right get now, it because I don't have the tweet in front of me, and I'm getting it through your filter, right? Which you were upset with the fact that. Well, I can I can bring up the the tweet. Wait, Let me bring the tweet up because I'm not. I think I'm telling you right now. Shut up, John. I'm telling you right now the fact that. The original Shantae, which was published by Capcom. It's what was the date of the press conference? Sorry? What was the date of the press conference? i got to go back in time. Uh, July 8th. Okay, so here's his tweets from there. Let me find it. But anyways, let me continue while you're looking for it. Shantae has not had a reprint. It's only had one reissue. It's for the 3DS eShop. That cartridge goes for, oh god, $200 Like on a good day. like It is... It is one of the more expensive Game Boy Color titles, which they're. That's probably, probably... why. That's probably the game he meant then, because and, and that's, mad he's that's got what it. my assumption would be, because yeah. it is a game that didn't get a huge press run, and it's the only Shantae game that hasn't been available everywhere. Um, it's coming to Switch and Game Boy Color via limited run. Uh, same with Extreme Sports, which I know is also a more expensive game. Um, uh, Mummy Demastered maybe is a thing that people are excited for. I don't know. Um, Return of the Overdin definitely has its crowd. I don't understand Space Channel 5. 
Uh, I'm not even looking through all of them. I just have ones that I were inter- interested in. And um, the Monkey Island collection is interesting, but because I don't know what the fuck it's going to be for. Mm. Okay, here's the tweet. Just a reminder, there's a huge announcement in LRG3, and I know it is going to cause a lot of, this should have been in retail anger. Please remember that this release exists because we worked for years to make it happen and put our money where our mouth was in guarantees. I... I legit don't know them. I let me pull up the full list because that was I. I well, <laughs> like I you understand, you understand I the saved, level of hype that saved, brings out. I only saved the shit that I was interested in. I'll be. Um, oh my god! Do you, do you think it's Trover saves the universe? God, I hope not, because that's already been released physically, hasn't it? No. Didn't no, Sony release it with like no. a VR? Yeah, that has. Yeah, that's, that in the UK, in the UK, there was a release for it. Physically? Yeah, I think so. I've seen okay. it in top shelves. I'm gonna but that's, again, that might just be Europe. I'm going to look it up. because I. Need if, to that's know. The case, if that's the case, then... Yeah, there's a box version on PS4, released May 31st, 2019, published by Gearbox. Oh, then I don't fucking know, man. I... I... But you understand where my my problem I, with that I, I do. From. I do understand. I, again, I hadn't seen it. Um, Looking through... Uh... Oh, Trover is getting a physical version on Switch. Sorry. Yeah, I knew Trover was um, coming to Switch. Again, that game does not work outside of VR very well. Just uh, Samurai Jack. Fuck, man. I'm looking through. Uh, Castlevania. The Grandia HD Collection. Uh, Garu. Mark of the Wolves is kind of... I mean, of... clearly that's the one, right? Uh, Super Meat Boy Forever. Game. Towerfall Ascension. Papers, Please, and Return of the Obra Dinn. Um, to the moon. I'm just looking through all of them. There's a new River City Girls announcement that hasn't been made yet. Thanks, everybody, for coming out. Katana Zero. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just looking through because I, I honestly do not know. Um, yeah. Shantae's coming to Xbox. Uh, Rescue's Revenge is coming to Xbox One finally, uh, and Switch. Um. Yeah, the standby. I, like the only one I can think of is that the Shantae cartridge is getting a physical like remake. But I mean, I, I the store shelves thing doesn't make sense to me. Then I do not know. I just read off everything of theirs. I, I literally I, was just I was just wanting to know because I saw that tweet the day before because I follow Josh on Twitter. Like I said, right. I think he's a super cool dude. Um, but. Like I saw that, and I was—that's uh, why I watched it because I don't care about physical games, it's not right. my thing. I was like, "What? What do they got? This got to be interesting." And I got to the end of it, I was like, "That was it." Yeah, that wording—that wording makes me think it's not Shantae. Then I, I'm, yeah. So, whatever, it is what it is. I don't buy discs anymore, so it don't really matter to me. I'm glad everybody can go buy their discs, but the games that you're getting discs of, I played five years ago for five dollars. I got an email. Let me read an email. I got an email. Hang on, you've not discussed the biggest stage of the week. What I missed, John? Shadow Warrior Three. We talked about that earlier. Oh, you weren't there. there then. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's cool. It's cool. I'm. I'm all I was expecting all... at least one Wang joke. I was gonna say, John. I'm always down for new Wang. Okay. <laughs> 
There's a laser pointed John's. Antonio writes in his email is titled School 4G Podcast. Says, I'm surprised no one mentioned this on last week's show, but if you want to buy NBA 2K21 on current gen and eventually upgrade to next gen, then you have to purchase the $100 edition. I don't really play mm-hmm. sports games but uh, much, but I found this to be extremely distasteful. As far as other Ooh, games guys, go on. Yeah, uh, you know what we forgot to talk about? He's going to bring this up in his email because I, I was messaging Anthony about it while it was happening. The Nacon thing. He says, I'm stoked for another test drive unlimited, but bummed we didn't see any actual gameplay. Looking forward to Ubisoft's event today and Ghost of Tsushima reviews on Tuesday. In other news, I'm glad I don't have kids right now because it looks like another round of stupidity is brewing. The infection rate in this country has exploded, and now you have to factor in schools potentially reopening. Yep. Yeah, my kid don't go to public school anymore, so I'm I'm good. Good call. Good call. It's almost like I I planned it because we moved him to homeschool in January. <laughs> yeah, that was a good move. That was my wife. That was all my wife, but. We didn't know about it then, but uh, premonition. Yeah, we forgot to talk about the Nacon stuff. Yeah, so Nacon used to be called Big Ben Interactive. They're also making Xbox controllers now, which is weird. Well, Nacon apparently always did, but it was... Well, they made PlayStation controllers. They never made Xbox. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's why it was news, is because this is their first time making Xbox. But hey, cool. Um, They've got... Vampire the Masquerade and New Test Drive. Werewolf the Apocalypse. Werewolf looked so bad. Yep. That game looked really bad. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, let's run through some of the other stuff. Uh, The Sinking City, which I liked, but had some issues. Uh, Too Dark, which is not received super well. Yeah. Uh, You know, all the Frogware stuff has been through them for a while. Oh, they got a new game from uh, Spiders. Oh yeah, that's right. What's that game called again? Steel, steels. Yeah, yep. Steel Rising. That's the name of that game. One word. It looks interesting. It's like robots in the Revolutionary War. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't think it looks as interesting as Greedfall. Well, Greedfall didn't look interesting to me until I found out what it was actually about. Well, Greedfall doesn't look interesting until you see the one of the creatures, and you're like, "What the fuck am I looking at?" Yeah, the, like which they never showed in any of the promotional material, so that didn't help. They did in like the final one. Okay, well I stopped watching by then because everything else I was like, ah, oh, this is some French Revolution shit. I don't want to play this. Colonial nonsense, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, no thank you. All right, but a new game for spiders, man. You yeah. you could say whatever you want about their games, but there ain't nothing quite like them. And they and they well, the, I mean, this new one was a little bit more like um. Bioware, but I mean the the for the most part, yeah. Like they they're they're also not super super janky. I find like um, I mean yeah, not as bad. Like they fall into the Euro jank category, but they're not really jank. Yeah, they're definitely double A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I I can see that. There's been a couple of their games that I've enjoyed, but I've never played one and been like, holy shit, that was amazing. So great feels pretty good though. I need to go back and play it. Like I said, like the the opening of that game does not help its cause. Oh, no. Running around that port 
was a boring son of a bitch. That, that battle to leave port's pretty fucking cool, though. No, I haven't made it that far because yeah, I got well, tired of talking to the fucking vendors. Like, let oh, me find shit. that friend of yours. I got her. Uh, thanks. I don't want to do this. All right, let's do some Twitter. Adam from NZ says, with all your talk about spoilers last week, any chance you guys would consider doing a mini spoiler cast bonus episode, as in record them at the end of the show, recording, split them off into a clearly labeled episode? I'm sure there are a few listeners that would be keen. I mean, we could just probably add it to an end of the episode. It's like, you know where to find us, let's be honest. <laughs> we, do the, we do the whole spiel, too. And it's like, all right, spoiler time. Oh, Lord. I think it requires us all to play the same game. Otherwise, it's just... Nobody wants I, that. From... This conversation always comes up when there's a new big zeitgeist game everybody wants to talk about but can't. It's Last of Us 2. Oh, I'm... See... See how much I put that out of my mind? I was thinking, oh man, yeah, I'd love to talk about Death Stranding still. (laughs) (laughs) Death Stranding is another game that's horrible to, like, look at and try to explain why it's good until you explain, like, the last four to five hours of that game. Let me me explain. (laughs) So you're walking a lot, but then there's moments, and you're like, damn, that's compelling, I'm going to walk a little bit more. And then at the end, it's like, holy shit! And you're like, I can't talk about any of it or it'll ruin the experience. <laughs> what, what sucks is there's a hell of a lot of walking before that that is not very fun. The the first time you see... Well, I don't know if it's the first time, but the first time the sequence happens with... Um, really? You can't remember somebody... Are you talking about quiet? No, it's quiet... No, it's Quiet's not in this. That's Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh, you're right. What's the girl's um, name? I'm not talking about her. I'm not talking. I'm talking. Well, what's about her name that. now? Because it's going to drive me crazy. Mama. No, the, the umbrella. What's her name? Oh, um, fragile. Fragile, the best character in that game. Yes. Um. But um. God damn it, Hannibal. Oh, Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen. First time, like that sequence happens you're like oh the flashback no are you talking about the memory that he that you see you the the storm oh okay i'm like oh fuck that cutscene is so goddamn awesome yeah there's a lot of cutscenes in that game and you know what i don't i don't hate the gameplay because as soon as you get to the point where you can start fighting the bts better I mean, the gameplay is fine. There's just too much monotony in it. Once you get those zip lines in, man, that game just becomes way easier. I'll be interested to see how what sort what sort of life that has when it launches on PC. I'm more interested in seeing the mods. Did the Ubisoft conference start? I thought it didn't start till three. Eight o'clock. No, it starts and starts in another hour. People are tweeting about it like it's live. Yeah. It might maybe it's a pre-show. Okay, so it's a pre-show. Maybe, so it yeah, starts in an hour. Later, yeah. Okay, so it starts in an hour. Okay, I'm gonna watch it. So I was just curious. I was like, oh shit, do I need to? Yeah, I wanna watch it. I mean, <laughs> I wanna see over. if they address. Cast over. We gotta go. Well, we'll just turn it into uh, a live reaction. Uh, <laughs> I'll just. I'd like to see if they address all of the shit that's been going on in that. They're place. not. They put out a statement this morning. <sighs> 
We talked about that at the before the show. They put out a statement saying this was pre-recorded, so we're not going to talk about it. No, and they wouldn't anyway. Um, Rufus tweets and says, The games I yawned through as a teen are the games that, that at age 51 challenge me to no end. I played Cuphead, and I couldn't even finish it. As I get older, it'll only get worse. Do you think <laughs> game developers will put an extra, extra, extra easy mode in for my generation? Actually... That is starting to become more normal. Uh, the Last of Us 2 is the best of that that I've seen so far. Yeah, I've heard the accessibility options and the, the level of tweaking you can do to the difficulty is without without equal for that game. So I'll, I'll give you an example. So I tested this for my review. There's a there's an option in that game that will allow you to be invisible when you're prone. You can literally crawl between people's legs. <laughs> and they will not see you. Brilliant. Yep. So if you get stuck in a part, you can turn that on, crawl through the section, and move on. I've I I didn't play it yet, but um, that what's that game? Grounded? Is that what it's called? Yeah. The the Honey I Shrunk the Kid. <laughs> yes. There's there's an accessibility setting for people who are uh afraid of spiders. Yeah, it turns oh. them into a different bug. Yeah, it turns them into oh, a brilliant. different bug. I'm like, that is the greatest idea. <laughs> Just make them not look like spiders. I mean, I love that stuff. Like, that stuff is fantastic. Like, auto-aim, um, basically making you invincible to bullets or something. Like, all of that stuff is really cool. And Fuck it. Just do the thing, man. Especially yeah. if you've got a story to share, you know? Yeah, or exactly. Or if you want to appeal to kids. Or if, you wanna let me, or if you want to let me play Dark Souls. I... <laughs> get, get, I, get good. I, I know I've brought it up before, but uh, accessibility is the reason why I hate the witness. Okay. Uh, I well, never finished that game, so yeah. I well, know. I mean, save yourself a misery. Um, I didn't either, but like, I was so irritated with that game being like, I'm so much smarter than you, which is how that whole game feels. Well, that's I, like, Jonathan Blow. Jonathan Blow. Exactly. If he if he just looks at you, he's like, "I'm smarter I'm than smarter you." Than you. Um, hey, dumb fuck. And I'm pretty sure I used those exact same words before. Maybe if you're selling a game that requires you to be fully able to see the spectrum of colors and hear, maybe it's an important thing to note that or have an option to work around that in the game that you say is accessible to barely basically everyone. Because there's there's puzzles my friend will not be able to do because is colorable. And then there's ones where you need to have audio. Great. Glad glad you thought of everything but that. Thanks, man. <laughs> Fucking genius. Sorry, I like rubbing that in because that whole game is such well, a I'll do so and then he fucking forgot that to not mention that in any sort of purchasing area. It might be changed now, but that it's hard. It's hard not to listen to Jonathan Blow talk and be like, "Fuck you." And I just love the fact that I have something to be like, "Fuck you," over now. Oh yeah, he's yeah. like I've watched interviews with him, and I'm just like, "You are just a giant asshole." <laughs> and uh, I like we said before, though, like accessibility options. Like the person that's leading the group is is Naughty Dog by far. Oh god, yeah, that game is mm, chef. But I even, I even I don't like Uncharted Four, but man, the accessibility options there was incredible. I just remember, because like, I, I know I've told this as, as well, but like I know someone that cannot, does not have the dexterity in their hands to be able to tap a button repeatedly. So having the option to just hold it 
was important to being able to play the game. And that's like one of the first times I saw that being very clearly labeled like, hey, you can switch this to that. So. All right, we got one last tweet. Curtis says, what's up, fellas? Hope all is well. Give me five reasons not to buy a PS5 or Series X at launch. Have you guys heard of a Nest emulator called 3D Sin? We talked about it like two weeks ago. Uh, for PC, if not, I highly recommend you all check it out. It will blow your minds. Yes, it is very. That's very that cool. 3D one, isn't it? The yeah, that thing is. Yeah, that sweet. looks super awesome. Yeah, it's, it's like awesome. less than ten bucks. You should buy it. Um, the five reasons they're too expensive. Yeah, one There's cost poor look. Your poor launch lineup because we don't know what that is yet. We don't know the price either, John. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I said. We don't. I mean, cost at the moment, games. big mystery. Yeah. Cost of games, yep. cost of accessories. Yep. You want an extra controller? Yep. God knows they're going to be more expensive than the ones you got. I now. bet you. I bet you the DualSense controller will be eighty dollars. But here's the thing: Microsoft didn't really make a lot of changes. I bet that controller's fifty. Why? Well, I bet you. You'll be. A, I bet you'll be able to use the the Xbox One controller with it. You can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah you can. Like. So, so, you know, you're like. That doesn't apply to Xbox, I suppose. But like, you know, well, are you gonna keep your are you gonna keep your external drives hooked up to the current console? Like with the Xbox, you can just take it and put it into the new one, and there's all your stuff. But like with the yeah. PS Five, that's not necessarily a known thing. So that's another thing you might have to buy. Like, well, it's funny because Microsoft gives you plenty of reasons not to buy the Series X anyway, because not all the game, none of the games are going to be only on Series X. No, no, like whereas the PlayStation Five, they've said that they are going to be PlayStation Five only games, but yeah, Xbox are going to be supporting for a while. But it, that's a good time to start saving up money. Yeah, for mm-hmm. the new console, like they are giving you the time window of when you know the price, when you can like. It it works out in your favor, so like I I hate sounding like I'm trying to sell the Xbox One X or One uh, Xbox Series X to people because it just I feel like an asshole because buy whatever you want, but like the the issues I have with buying a new console generally, which is always a new con- another controller, which is the games, which is the storage media and all that stuff seems to be a non-issue with the series x it's it's so funny because i've seen this argument come up so much this week uh especially after phil made that comment i don't know if you saw there was a tweet out there where phil did an interview and he basically said making games exclusive to your new console goes against what gaming is about and he's not wrong in that statement because we're the only assholes who buy these things at launch like the majority of console sales do not come on launch day. Most of the people who play video games are not going to buy a Series X or a PS5 until 2022, most likely. So making a game like Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is a uncharted lost legacy, small experience in that universe, exclusive to a new let's say $500 console is kind of shitty because you could put it on the PS4. Sure. It wouldn't be as good, but 
the people, you know, the hundred plus million people that are committed to your platform would get would to appreciate play it. it. Yeah. Yes. It, it's the. Yeah, it, it's the you got to be like, oh, but it looks so much better here. And they're not really doing that this time. Like, I know that's not always the case. But like, I'm surprised they're not doing any of it. Because we're at the point where graphics over streaming online, you can't really produce, like, this is what it looks like. Because I'm watching on a 1080p screen over sure. a screen. Right? Sure. So, like, now you have to be like, this is what this version can do. I think the best example from last gen. Uh, when we had the crossover, right? We had, you know, all your NBAs and your... Uh, so all your sports titles, you had Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs. Um, and uh, let me see, what else was there? Um, your Injustice, there was the eventually the Tomb Raider game came out. But the biggest one that showed you what consoles could do, and it's something that people don't think about a lot, is... Um, the Shadow of Mordor game. Because oh, yeah, the Nemesis old, system. The Nemesis system, it had to be cut down for old consoles. They just couldn't handle it. And that is a thing to sell on. Um, they're talking about how these consoles allow so much to happen. And and I get it. I've watched the Shadow of Ratchet and Clank bit now. I totally misunderstood the last time we talked about it. But like... That's something that you have to show, but it's it's hard to prove that without being having a side by side. Um, I mean, even Xbox uh, Series X hasn't really done anything like that, but they're going to allow you to see that because you're going to be having access to the old version of the game and the new version of the game when you buy the game. Um, with their sorry, with the first party titles, even if you don't have Game Pass. Um, with PlayStation, they're like, here's Miles Morales. Well, technically that's a different game. So even though you have the shell built, like, I don't know what you've done with the time. You know, is it the time or is it the tech that's doing it? Um, it it's it's kind of an odd place where I, I think we're starting to really see the, oh, there's really nowhere else we can go right now with consoles. So. Yeah, I... I... It just frustrates me because I, like, I see these comments, and I shouldn't read the comments. I really shouldn't. Um, what I find hilarious is like I think if you're a fanboy of either console, you follow the other console's Twitter feed just so you can jump in there every time they make a tweet, and you can yeah. complain about it. And I saw somebody make the argument the other day about like. If they're doing this, it's holding back the games. And, and the, the the comment was like, no, that's not true. Look at The Witcher 3. And they're like, well, could The Witcher 3 be done on the 360? I'm like, well, it was done on the Switch, so I, probably. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think the... I think the <laughs> because they're looking at graphics. And, like, if you can run Witcher 3 on a, you know, semi-decent PC, like, yeah... I mean, that's not a and very. You can also hard... run Witcher Three on a monster PC, and it looks like a totally different, different game. game. Yeah, like uh, my one of my favorite examples is 
you can run Skyrim to the point where it looks like TF2 sort of cell shading yeah. because of how low the graphics are. But it works still. So, I mean, to some extent, like, it is playable, unlike Arc on the Switch, which is not playable. Um, gotta <laughs> throw that dig in there. Gotta throw the dig in there. Um, it, I, Wait till you play it on never, the PS5, my friend. <laughs> graphics are never the thing, right? It's, um, it, it's you want to see what they're actually doing with the hardware. I'm curious to know how AI is going to advance, um, because that's not a thing we see a lot of changes of. Like, show me something that cannot be done, you know, on these current consoles that we have now to make next gen look more important. Everybody's arguing over stuff that's just okay. So you have a better graphics card, or you have more RAM, or better swap speed. Like, it's all stuff that's like numbers based. Right? What's like, funny? What's what's funny? To max. Ooh. What's what's the funniest thing? So here's the funniest thing about all of this. So <laughs> yes, graphics are what people look at. All right, but I give Sony credit for this. They've convinced the fucking morons that these games can only be done on PS5 because they're only available on PS5. That's true. I mean, like no one. <laughs> You you even said it, Ken, like, The Last of Us 2 is one of the best-looking games ever. Yeah. And if they had put it on PS5 only, people would have been like, oh, it wouldn't run on a PS4? This wouldn't run on PS4. <sighs> like, you, you know what? You're a fucking moron. You're the same guy. Like, here's the funny thing. Anytime you see, like, Xbox post a tweet thing you know the the series x is the most powerful there's 500 playstation fanboys in there going well actually because of the hard drive and the ps5 and i'm like you don't even know what that means i watched a thing i've not played a game on this console i have i've (laughs) i've watched a digital foundry video but only accepted the parts (laughs) exactly you're like i only accepted the parts where they said sony was better yeah um metacritic sucks until my reviews are better than your game yeah. To 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 give some credit uh, to Sony, though they're not the only ones that have done that. Microsoft, no, did it, Microsoft's you know, done with, that. Everybody's yeah. done. Yeah. The, the number one thing about being a fanboy is Microsoft don't give a fuck about you. Sony don't give a fuck about you, and Nintendo don't give two flying fucks about you. It's not. He's not my favorite person ever, and I won't mention his name. But he once said, "You know these corporations aren't going to fuck you," and that's I. <laughs> I I love that <laughs> phrase. I'm like, yeah, that person <laughs> that I don't like is very right when he says that. Oh, absolutely. These people think like, oh, 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 they're gonna Sony the PlayStation Five is gonna bend me over the table. No, it's not. It's really not. It's gonna take money out of your wallet as much as it possibly can. It don't care. It don't love you. Plastic box on your loves your money. You. Yeah, loves your money. Loves your they want you to feed it. If they could, they put credit card slots on the front of these consoles. And we all know that if EA did a console, that's what it would have. Yeah, you just slide your card uh, right to the front. But this, these people have to justify their purchase, and the only way to well, the only way they seem to be able to do that is not by embracing and um, emboldening the content on their chosen platform, it's belittling the content on the other. 
And that's how the internet works. My father, my father's like, uh, PS4 is better because they have all the exclusives. And I'm like, the exclusives you don't play. Yeah. So, well, I like the choice. I'm like, you choose not to play them. So you like, choose not to play. Who, can, who gives a shit? Like, well, they have God of War. I'm like, you didn't play that. You didn't play Ratchet and Clank. I have them. You could have. You could borrow them. You chose not to. So what the fuck are you using that <laughs> argument for? Like, I think I think Drew finally realized that because you you know he was like a big PlayStation guy for the longest time, and he's like, I don't like any of their exclusives. Yeah. No, uh, don't get me wrong. I think their exclusives are top notch. Uh, yeah, they the are. They're high generation. quality fucking video games. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they but... had me a Ratchet and Clank. I, they they bent me yeah, over and yeah, like, that's... you're gonna buy yeah. this eventually. And I went, yeah. I'm I'm gonna buy a PS5. Fucking impressive. I could. I'm gonna buy a PS5. Hell yeah, we'll buy a PS5. I want fucking Miles Morales. Am I gonna buy one at launch? Probably not. And it's gonna be that's gonna be a landmark. I want you to know that right now. This will be the first. PlayStation console, I don't buy launch. Now, it is July 12th when I say this. <laughs> <laughs> if I can find we a way all... to scrounge up extra money, no, I will buy it. We Knew all it. know that come end of August, uh, you know, all I'm going to do <laughs> is... I said it might be the first one I don't buy. Look, I want to buy both. Listen, you know I'm going to give you shit regardless. And it's I want hours worth of bullshit. Listen, there. I remember when you tried to quit something. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I got permission to go back to that. Leave me alone. <laughs> Final Fantasy uh, fourteen. Oh no, no. 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 Final Fantasy fourteen. John, I would have. I would have sent you an email. I would have found it at your email address and would have sent you an email. Guess who's playing Final Fantasy XIV again? So <laughs> uh. no, I have an Xbox if, yet. It will be. I, I, I had I had a thousand dollars set aside to buy both of these consoles this year, and then John, my air conditioner broke. Yeah, and that cost me thirty five hundred dollars to replace. So I had to say, you know what? I only gonna get one. And you know which one I'm going to buy first. I mean, no, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's you're my an, thing. You're an Xbox, but Intellivision as, soon, Nico. as soon as like early next year, <laughs> when I get some more money, I'm going to buy a PS5. I mean, and I get that. I get the people. I've got you know a lot of us here. We've got all the consoles, um, but some people don't. Some people again say they they pick a console. Sure. For one reason or another, and they stick with it. That's fine. But you, you don't. Can be that, like, I know plenty of people that only have a PS4 or only have an Xbox, and they don't shit on the other one because no. you don't have to. You don't have to. You, you know, you, you don't have to validate your purchase with other people. Other people buy other things, and the other people buy the same things. It doesn't matter. As long as you are enjoying yourself with your said purchase, that's all. Then. As long as you. I help. I, 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 I having fun. Doesn't matter. But again, that's not how the I can't imagine liking something purely for the fact that I don't like the other thing. Because that's what it always seems. Well, no, like that's no, that's the other. Boy. It's the other way round. They don't like it because they like the other thing, and they have to justify that. Yeah, purchase. but it's never. It's never. It's the other like, way round. But it's never. But John, it would make sense. That makes sense. if they go. 
yeah, I, I, I like PS4 because, you know, it's got Spider-Man and it's got the games I want to play on it. Um, because it's a rational sense of thinking. Mm. But when they go, Xbox doesn't even have this. That's why Sony's better. Like, what? No, that's not when even. When somebody <laughs> say that, I just immediately go, you know what? Fuck off. Man, just dumb, <laughs> so stupid. Dumb comments. Yeah. We all know peace. We all know pieces are fucking better than a lot of them. So fuck them. Just, yeah, exactly. You missed it, John. I don't remember if it was on the podcast before, but like I was reading stuff about people's response to the Shadow Warrior Three trailer, and they're like, "It's like hmm. they've learned from Doom Eternal. They have the air dash." I'm like, "Fuck six! <laughs> people are just dumb on the internet. It happens." I'm dumb on the yeah. internet. I'm dumb on the internet right now. I'm talking. You're gonna listen to this <laughs> from the internet, and you've had almost two and a half hours of me being dumb. So I'm gonna stop talking. That's good because we're done. Hey, um, if you want to tweet at us, that'd be cool. Uh, it's at M4G Podcast. If you want to shoot us an email, it's podcasts at ztgd.com. We'll read them on the air. Send us, uh, send us all your weird food shit. Because that's, that's, I think, everybody's favorite topic to hear us talk about. I wouldn't talk about food at all today, which is crazy, because I'm about to buy a shakaroni. You know what that is? Now you've just, you've just talked about food. Stop it. Okay, I'll move on. I don't, I don't even want to know what that is. So, yeah, keep going. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, John is at JohnWUK. You can follow me at ZTGD, and you can follow the site at ZTGD Content. Uh, but, uh, Phoenix Down started Remember Me. I think that'll be the f- next game. Yeah. Uh, they finished Blood and Wine. It is done. It's in the can. Drew finally finished The Witcher 3. Wow. And The Witcher Breaking 4 hasn't even been announced yet. I know, right? Mm. Uh, I think that's it for this week, unless anybody has anything else. And peace, Metro. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.